Mage the Ascension, the Victorian Age is a podcast intended for mature audiences. It contains scenes of horror, sexuality, and violence that may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Dork Tales presents Mage the Ascension, the Victorian Age. Book One, The Devil and the Doves. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Mage the Ascension, the Victorian Age, here on Dork Tales. Hope you're all doing well tonight. Uh, I am your storyteller. I'm Kelly. You see him as my pronouns, and uh, I'm very sorry that we have not been doing much the last couple of weeks. Uh, so, as some of you may have heard prior to last game, or some of the other games around on this channel, um, I borked my back up a couple of weeks ago. Uh, it was just like an old weightlifting injury. Nothing bad. It just happens occasionally when I sleep wrong. Um... Then it turned into a pinched nerve, and I couldn't walk for a week and was in a lot of pain. So um, we ended up having to cancel game for a week because I couldn't exist. Uh, but now I'm mostly back, uh, thankfully, due to physiotherapy. And, um, and I mean this jokingly but seriously because it's the Victorian age. Lots of opiates that were prescribed to me by a medical physician. Uh, and in fact, tonight's fiction... Uh, was written while uh, enjoying the healing properties of such opioids <laughs> last night at three in the morning. So um, happy to be back. So folks, this is Mage the Ascent of the Victorian Age. Uh, if you were tuning in for the first time, welcome. We are playing a game of Mage the Ascension set in the Victorian Age. Um, the cast consists of the lovely players to my left and uh, follows their adventures th presently through the Victorian London in the 1890s. What year? Who knows? And um, we're going to be getting down to that in a minute. Um, but what we're going to do is we're going to have the players introduce themselves. We're going to do a couple of quick announcements and then we're going to hop into the fun. So why don't we go around in a big circle, starting with Christine. Hey, Christine, how you doing? Hello, I'm Christine. Um, I use she, her pronouns, and tonight I am playing Dr. Evelyn Taylor, our Electrodyne engineer. Nice. Well, all right. Hello, Amy. Hi, I'm Amy. I use she, her, they, them pronouns, and I am playing Chastity Prudence Goodwin, the um, Cult of Ecstasy slash Celestial Chorister. Nice. All right. Down to Jen. Hi, I'm Jen, and... Uh... I play uh, Josephine Carrington, or Josie, or Joe, whatever works, um, our resident Order of Hermes, uh, Benny Tharsis. Nice. And finally, last but not least, Robin. Hello, I'm Robin. I use she, her pronouns, and tonight I'm playing Darcy Harkness, our uh, Verbena member, and um, yeah. Yeah. All right, so folks, we have a lot of things to get done tonight, so we're going to hop into it. Um, however, a uh, game may be a little bit shorter tonight, akin to last game, just because I, I want to make sure that I don't push it too hard. Um, there are a couple of fantastic events coming up, though, that you should be made aware of. The first of which is that tomorrow night at 5 p.m. Pacific, um, yes, because it's 8 p.m. Eastern, um, during Onyx PathCon, which we participated in, 
there was a game of They Came From Beyond the Grave that I was in, as well as Robin, uh, ran by uh, a gentleman named Simon K. And um, we got about halfway through the game. We only had like a three-hour slot. We didn't get to finish it. However, uh, the entire cast was really excited about finishing it up, so we're going to run the finale of that game tomorrow night. Uh, if you don't know anything about the game, just assume it's a B-horror movie that you're walking into halfway through the movie, and there are werewolf nuns mm, come and watch it'll be a lot of fun tomorrow night and uh I, i'm gonna enjoy it at least uh so let's see uh besides that i'm very excited to say that Spelljammer is progressing and we're having our first uh, pre-session zero meeting tomorrow uh off camera so hopefully that'll be good and you'll get some announcements soon as well as strixhaven is getting ready to do its premiere of episode one over on patreon uh they get an exclusive for three months and uh, that's gonna be starting on august 1st so if you'd like to watch strixhaven then you definitely want to tune in um by joining the patreon um and robin is showing off some things that that she bought for her costume because uh, mm -hmm. i got to announce the cast list to the to the general populace yes yeah so um, I, I gotta play with this i'm gonna play with these at some point for my costume what are they they're blue mushrooms. Oh, okay. They're like foam and they have like the, the wire. So I'm going to like wrap them on my it. thing. So that's going to be good. Because she's a sh shroomy girl. All right. Mm. So, uh, and then what else do we have? Um... Uh, other things coming up. Bunch of new stuff on the on the Tee Public store right now. Uh, like another seven shirts are up right now. Like it's a lot of, a lot of shirts. Um, and then uh, Extra Life is coming up next month. That's the big one. Uh, so folks, Extra Life it comes several times a year, but the two big ones are the Tabletop Appreciation Weekend in August and the main event in November. This year, we're trying to raise about 20,000 Canadian dollars uh, to kind of meet what we did last year for the BC Children's Foundation or the Children's Miracle Network for those of us who are not actually in British Columbia and are participating. It's a fantastic cause. And if you want to uh, experience a lot of games that you may never have seen before, definitely come out. It's going to be a lot of fun. And if you're on Patreon, uh, I'm going to be running at least three games during that weekend. And on uh, the Dorktales Patreon, you can actually decide what games I am running, or at least help me figure it out, because I've got like 30 ideas. You know me. Um, all right. Is there any other announcement that we need to make besides the fact that uh, you should buy Bones Coffee and use code Dorktales, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you should get your dice from Adventure Dice and use code Dorktales. Yeah. Uh, anybody else have anything? Nice. I think so. Cool. I mean, There'll the be... chat bought us some experience, so that's nice. How I many? like that. I have one. Um, yeah, two? I see the one. Okay. And then, Robin, you get a willpower. Oh, oh, thank you, Charles. All right. So, folks, without further ado, welcome to Mage the Ascension, the Victorian age uh chapter 10 the newborn before we do that <clears throat> chapter 11 and i would like to remind you that if this makes no sense i uh like i said i was on i was on hydromorphone when i wrote this so <clears throat> not every soul is born with the blessed privilege of a destiny some crawl from their mother's wombs into the gutter of fateless disregard and gather with the teeming masses of no import their lives fodder for the cruel and relentless lodestone of the ages. But in spite of this, some rudderless orphans of causality realize that the world is larger and greater than the herd perceives. Bereft of the gentle kiss of kismet, 
These souls are denied the jubilant revelation of the awakening. We must avert their eyes from the cacophonous rapture of true magic, and yet, though they are not awakened, they do not sleep. These sleepwalkers, as they may be, are abandoned into a world greater than they will ever be, aware of their plight, and left to seek the old and forgotten ways of the disenfranchised common practitioner. Without tradition to guide their actions or convention to adhere to, these uncanny vagabonds dwell at the edge of truth, each full of desperate bargains like dockyard jennies hounding for johns. Their grasping fingers starve for the barest touch of magic while knowing themselves unworthy, yet still they grasp. Of course they do. Of course they do. And at the end of their reach, they find something else. Something at once old and new, sacred and profane, magic and mundane. Power, for all its contradictions, does not require privilege, though it always helps. For even in an age of burgeoning science, there be hedge alchemists, barber surgeons, autodidactical misanthropes, all too willing to risk it all for a taste of the power of their betters. And why should they not? Is magic not supposed to be free to those who deserve it? And if it is not, those who do not deserve it will gladly pay the price. Last time, you traveled to the cemetery on the edge of the Cheapside District over in, uh, what was it called? over on the, the east side of London, looking for the resting place of one Gilbert Saxon, the Bancroft Road Jewish Cemetery. There, you had a bit of trouble finding the body and then unearthing it, or at least unearthing the coffin. For there, as you did, you discovered that it was in fact empty. And through uses of investigative techniques and time magic, discerned that it was, in fact, the work of resurrection. Bandits of the dead who steal bodies for use and resell. A crime, to be sure, but medical science requires sacrifices. Does it not? Through your time scrying, you realized that there was a way to trace these individuals. Two men named Dobbs and Scott. They spent time at a oh, at a local fish and chip shop, a pub. You have the name of the pub. Alfie's. Alfie's, that is correct. Uh, Alfie's also known Hmm. Alfie's Pub, formerly known as the Bard and Barker. But with that, you reunited with, um, with Vivienne your driver and mentor for Dr. Evelyn. And headed out into the night, making your way over to Cheapside. 
It's getting dark at this point. Nearing eight. No, almost nine o'clock. You can hear the sound of church bells ringing in the distance. Dong. 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 Rain is beginning to fall around you as the buggy pulls. Through the slide at the front, you can see that Dr. Freeman is being buffeted by this downpour. He has his, um, has his high-collared coat pulled up around his throat and is trying to maintain composure. The horses, for their credit, seem to care not, aside from occasionally snuffling loudly, snorting giant bellows of steam out of their nostrils, looking like a pair of distant smokestacks that you can see just under the dark haze of London skyline. For even in the darker parts of the year like it is now, it is never truly dark at night. It is merely gloomy. It is merely gray. And merely choked with soot. As you ride in the back of the carriage, you make your way down to Cheapside. Is anyone doing anything? I had a quick question. Yes, of course. Um, I had, or I, I have a, uh, a kinetic shield up. Does that stop any of the water from hitting me? <laughs> well, you're inside of a, inside of a coach. So, um, but when you step Fair. outside oh, of it, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it kind of, it will look strange. Um, it will kind of look like you, it will look like you're saran wrapped, basically. Like it will fall kind <laughs> of like, and like just flow in front of your face. Okay, uh, yeah. And could be uncanny if anybody looks at you the wrong way. Awesome. <laughs> uh, do you have a parasol? No. Okay. Well, I tried. Yep. Yeah. She doesn't carry one. That's fair. She carries a, a bag. <laughs> All right. So, as you as you ride along, is anybody doing anything on your way there? I think Chast is disgruntled because she's covered in mud and blood. Yes. But I don't think she's doing anything necessarily. Question. I'm trying to remember if this was the same day still as the brothel. Yes. No, not the... Mm, yes, that, not, was the, that was this morning. That was okay, this morning. good. I still have a five day. success so gag effect up then. Yep, you do. Yeah, cool. And I have a three, a mind shield of three for the day. Yep. I, I don't have any five from last session as to whether I put anything up. I don't think I did. I don't think you'd had anything of note. I don't think you had any. Or it was any, short, maybe. Mm, I don't um, think you had any effects that, that persisted to this game. Cool. So I just have my soak. Um, yeah. I just wanted to clarify that before we went of further. Of course, of course. It's the number one thing in Mage. What effects do you have up? Um, so it's, you can have, sorry, it's been a minute. Um, how many effects before you have a penalty? Every two, two raises your difficulty by one. Okay, so if I have one up... If I get another, it, then it's one. Yeah. It's one. It's it's yeah, you, it's the next two. one will be fine, and then the one after that will be penalty. The threshold oh, okay. is two. Okay. Um. Then I think Darcy is going to actually. Um. Since it's getting late, I think for 
Um, she's gonna go for uh, the rest of the evening. Um, she's gonna try and um, use her vision of the moon rote, which will allow her to see in the dark. Because I uh, forgot to do that last game. We're game grave robbing. And you're using yeah. forces and life for that. Um, or... it's just forces one. Okay, just forces one. Sounds good mm -hmm. to me. Go ahead. I'm gonna uh, do the same thing. All right, so um, both of you, uh, Robin, you're going to be a difficulty three. Jen, you're going to be... How many effects do you have up, Jen? One? Okay, you're going to be a difficulty of four. Uh, unless you use your specialty focus tool. Um, three successes for Darcy. Three successes? Okay. Mm -hmm. All right, so you can have it up for the... three. Basically, for the remainder of the uh, three is... Uh, boop, boop, boop. Quite a while. Yeah. So... You have no worries there. Yeah, so basically she does that by um, its forces. So she's going to take some, um, basically she pulls out some like feathers from like an owl and she'll start like brushing them across her face, kind of just while chanting um, to get owl sight basically, almost. Sounds good, but not actually having the eyes of an owl. No, not actually okay. having the eyes of it. I'm not altering self. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Um, that will be no problem at all. And Jen, how does Josephine go about this? I was about to do it, and then you asked. Um, I uh, grab one of the um, one of the powders that uh, that I have, and just kind of put some over over my glasses, uh, some mineral that I can't remember which one specifically, but uh, and then in just in latin mutter um umbre uh, me fugite which is shadows flee from me all right so both of you got three successes if i'm not mistaken yeah okay so that's a day cool all right so both of you inside of the dimness of the carriage will feel this vision washed over you as suddenly you see as if as if a gas lamp had been placed right in front of you. Every corner of the carriage is suddenly brightly lit to your vision. You can see every stain, every little misplaced fiber that normally would hide in the shadows. And also, you will immediately see that all of you are pretty dirty right now. Some of you more than others, but I think... Actually, no, I think all of you are really filthy. I think that Chastity is the most filthy? Because she fell into an open grave. I'm clean. I use matter. That's true. true. Evel yeah. I cleaned so myself off. Evelyn's, Evelyn's, Evelyn's boots are a bit muddy, but the rest of her. I made the ascension uh, prestidigitation. Yep. All right. All right. So with that, the carriage will drive on by. Anyone else doing any effects before you make it into Cheapside? So. No. All right. Before long, you'll make your way down away from the cemetery into the cheap side of town. And there, the sound of passers-by, even this late at night, there's... Well, London doesn't really sleep at this place. People are coming and going, leaving workhouses, going to factories. It's... There's no time for sleep if one wants to eat. Outside, you can hear the sound of barkers and callers, and as you ride by, you'll hear 
from one of the nearby alleyways. You wanna have some fun, love? Come on over here. It's all good. I've got my friends. Spare a coin, will you? Please, spare a coin. Other beggars. Other workers. A drunk stumbles in front of the carriage, and it'll suddenly veer to the side as Vivian manages to rouse the horses around before trampling the man's skull into the cobbles. The slide opens, and he'll mutter back to the four of you. You go to the most charming places. Huh. Well, honestly, we're we're. <laughs> I used to to live around here. This is where this is very close to where my and I found a place. So, uh, <laughs> uh, doctor, it was only after I met you. And honestly, this hmm. got—I feel pretty at home here. I'm not, I'm not, it's not that bad. You think that's the place over there? He'll gesture over to the right side of the carriage, and sure enough, you'll see that the front doors of this establishment—an old brick building with the word Alfie's painted on a hanging sign that sways back and forth over the front door. Honestly, it doesn't look like much. A flop house, a large, a large two-story building built in the old, uh, old Tudor style with brick at the base. The second floor leaning over, probably a domicile on the top or maybe a bit of a hotel. The ground floor reeks it reeks of um, bad fish, worse chips, and um, probably a still in the back. You know, I wish it wasn't, but it probably is. Oh. I mean, honestly, the it for for cheap fish and chips, it's not too bad. I think. Evelyn is going to remove any visible jewelry and hide it within her, like, skirt or something. Mm -hmm. Jessie's going to pull out her riding crop that's attached to her side of her belt and just, like... I have to ask this every time. You ladies going to be okay in there by yourselves? Darcy flexes her, her muscles a bit that look actually quite bulky on her right Aside now. from Darcy Atlas over there. And Jazzy's gonna crack the riding crop quickly, just like in her hand, just like I think we can handle it. Good, because I'm not leaving my horses out here with these animals. Uh, I wouldn't. Don't no. insult the animals. He kind of makes a bit of a face. You'll see, like, the lower lip kind of stick out a bit as he said, hmm. You think you impressed him a tiny bit with that line? <laughs> One of his horses lets out a... And he pulls Otherwise, you... Evelyn's going to make sure she has a few bars of metal on her so that she can make knives. Sounds good. If uh, she with... desperately needs to. I think they'll be upset if I bring in outside liquor. You know, I don't think the establishment cares. She's gonna grab, just grabs the other bottle of gin she had with her. We can just make them not care. It's fine. Where did you get a bottle of gin? At the cemetery. Oh, 
I'm sorry, that just raises more questions. Did you rob somebody? Is it theft when they're dead? Okay, did you kill did somebody? Did you kill somebody? Because they don't normally bury people with bottles of gin. Also, I don't think... I don't think he was dead. What did you do get up to while we were... Oh, we were separated for ten minutes and you killed a guy. A lad. Oh, I don't so think he's dead. The gin what? I really don't, from. I don't, I don't know if we I, checked, really. No, we kept him from lighting himself on fire. You, don't I, I think we just left him unconscious after you tried to hit him with a shovel. You know who made the Yeah, gym? tried and failed. You hit me with the shovel. Sorry. Are you sure that's good, Jin? And not poisonous. Like, Way to find out. She's gonna pop open the 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 cap and is gonna take a quick sip of it. I'm gonna roll the a die. I'm terrible. gonna roll a chance die to see on this. Okay, ready? I, I knew several several Irish farmers that made their own gin and went blind from it. I'd be careful. I will if say I were there's you. a reason it was called Blue Rune. Um, can you do me a favor, Chastity? Can you make me a uh, pardon me a stamina roll real quick? Sure. Oh no. No, she did take use some of the other bottle of gin. She like basically finished mm -hmm. that off, um, to do the time effect. Yep. Um. Oh, that's a five and a two. What was I looking for? You were looking for a five. It definitely okay. did happen where people like like TB was common and there tended to be a little bit of a thought of, well, maybe this bottle of gin will be a bad batch. It's not suicide if I accidentally kill myself. It's true. Uh, so you'll take a swig of it and it is going to just. It's not a big swig, but enough to just be like. Um, it's not completely paint thinner, but there's a decent amount of that paint thinner taste to it underneath the juniper. Um, honestly. Mm. Considering, I worse. Yeah, I was about to say, considering the places you frequent, yeah, this is like, this is a five out of ten. It'll suffice if I need it. Worst case, we can just light it on fire. All right, we're here. I'm just going to let you know you're, you're here. <laughs> he says, looking through the slot. Jess is going to hop out into the pouring rain. Um, can we, could, can we grab you anything while we're in there, Dr. Taylor? You've been driving us. Not Dr. Taylor, sorry. Oh, I am. It's, well, it's, I'm going in with you, Darcy, so. It's true. Um, Dr. Oh my god, I'm forgetting. I know his first name is Vivian, but what's his? Freeman. Freeman. Oh, sorry. My brain's dead, apparently. Um, would mm. you would you like us to, 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 to grab you any food or drink while we're in there, Dr. Freeman? If there's a bottle of a beer or something like that, I, would drive, I wouldn't say no to it. Do they much? Are there any, like small like kind of lap blanket style blankets in here yes uh tucked under the seat there is a um there is a uh, an afghan they probably blend in relatively well with what everybody else is wearing so evelyn's gonna fold into a shawl to kind of cover yeah. her, the, well, her nicer an, an clothing afghan a little blanket? bit absolutely and she'll kind of cross it and right. tuck it into her, her waistband okay sounds good with that the door is wide the rain is pouring down and the street outside of you is full of people. Outside of the fish and chip, well, outside of Alfie's pub, there are a good 15, 20 people milling around, some of them singing songs, leaning up against each other next to a barrel fire that they've lit over by an alleyway. In my eyes, in my dreams, in my eyes. Singing that over there, you can hear that there is an Irishman over in the other alley there, leaning forward, saying, 
Pardon me, miss, miss. Oh, pardon me, that's an awful Irish accent. Let's redo that. <clears throat> pardon me, miss, miss. That's awful too. He's British now. Excuse me, miss. Um, spare a coin for a for a poor um for a poor soldier. He gestures down, and you can see that it looks like his legs have been amputated at the knees. Uh, Darcy, you mm -hmm. and Josephine can see very well. However, it is very dark. You can both make me a perception and alertness roll. Oh, okay. I was uh, going to question the fact that Evelyn's lived here for a little while. You have never been to Cheapside. I would say not. Yes, not... but beggars don't stay in Cheapside. They go to better, better areas. So has she seen this particular scam before? You may make me a wits and streetwise roll to see if you have. Uh, difficulty six. Difficulty I do of not. Six. Two, successes. Two successes. Three successes. Three successes. Okay. Um, Is so, this one of the ones that's penalized by not having points if it's a talent? Uh, it'll be a plus one difficulty. Plus one. Okay, what's the yeah. difficulty? Uh, difficulty is going to be eight for you. Two successes. Two successes. Okay, fantastic. Not nines. No nines. All right, so. Uh, looking at that, you are going to, you know, that there's a lot of scams, a lot of men coming back from the wars, um, either just beg, but around here, you'll know that there, no one here is probably looking for money. Well, no one here is going to be giving away free money, is what I should say there. Um, so I would say that that probably wigs you a tiny bit. Uh, Josephine, you are going to take a look at him. But there's something... He's a handsome man, kind of... Um, or at least he, he would be if he put on a little bit of weight. He's a little undernourished with, with very thick cheekbones. Uh, think kind of Christian Bale and the Machinist, but not quite that far gone. You know what I'm talking about? Very hollow-cheeked, a uh, bit of stubble filling in the gaps and the musculature. Um... And he's leaning forward, kind of holding a hat out. Uh, but you kind of get a weird feeling based on the way he kind of has one of his hands kind of bracing his hip. Um, you can't see his fingertips. They're under the coat. Uh, and it looks like he's leaning out with his, well, with his left hand. Statistically, that's probably not the right one. Um, Darcy, you're going to see, just out of the corner of your eye, um, with your enhanced vision, you're going to see the glint of metal under his coat, uh, but also are going to see that there are a couple of lumps around the blanket that he has wrapped around his base, kind of like a Christmas tree. And um, while he's very good at this, um, his legs are probably not amputated. They're probably strapped with belts. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Josie starts being like, oh, I could maybe I have something here. Starts patting. Anything's good. Anything's mm -hmm. good. Come uh, on, sir, love. This is. We're, we're smarter than that. Um, I think you'd take your scam and take it somewhere else. Can't get very far it's without scam. legs, love. Oh, well, you can try to take the scraps off. Get out of here, you mangy bitches, or I'll take the straps to you. Go on, get! And he'll kind of spit and kind of, like, flail his hand at you. What are you doing, Amy? Uh, well, Chastity, I think, hopped off and started heading towards the pub, and I don't think yeah. she's noticed that everyone has sure. stopped. Sure, fair enough. Uh, so, so you're getting probably... doused by rain. 
Yeah, and she's just kind of like heading on the way and yeah. Okay, yeah, you can head right into the pub if you want. Oh, she absolutely will. <laughs> yeah, that, that'll make your day better. <laughs> yeah. Um, right, just so keep, keep going. Josie looks confused and just looks at Darcy like, what? Darcy's like, mm, Darcy, mm, Darcy's like. Darcy oh, no, you, you're the temper. one with the witch. Excuse me. You're one of those witches. Yeah, I know you. <laughs> Should have burned your place down when I had the chance. No witches in England, right? Right? Fuck off. Oh, why don't you take your legs and run away before I curse you if I'm such a witch? The only curse you've got is what's between yours, love. Now take your blight away from here. Darcy's what? fist is going to just like... Evelyn's going to grab Darcy and pull her along and also pull Josephine and go, it's a scam. What? He was going to rob you if you offered him anything. Oh, I know. I saw that. His knife. I what? was going to. I'm not telling you, Darcy. I'm telling Josephine, who obviously didn't nah. recognize it. People do that? Yes. It's cheap side, Josephine. Why do they? Why would they do that? Because they think it's easier to rob than earn an honest day's work. Hmm. Alright. With that, the front door will yield for you, and you'll be able to join Chastity, who's already inside of the pub. Uh, inside of the pub itself... There we go. The pub itself is tightly packed. Working men and, um, and women of the area, um are tightly kind of kind of just radiating body heat as you come inside of here the entire entire room is just this broad um this the entire pub is one broad room sectioned off um in tiny corners with rickety tables aside from the bar itself there are a few serving people mostly women as well as an old geezer with one milky eye and another that is patched over running drinks around the girls that are working have low-cut bodices and are playing up to get whatever extra coin they can. But each of them is showing quite a bit of skin and pockmarking. A lot of them are quite scarred up from it, in fact. It doesn't stop some of the men here who are equally as ugly from bad rearing or from bad circumstances for making their chances. You can hear in the back that someone is playing an accordion. People are chanting and singing along with whatever song it is. Some body tune of travelers that come around here. The entire place is muggy. Everyone here is soaked through and the body heat is making it all just come up with a cloud. It's one part cloud from the outside, the rain, and one part just the odor of quickly drank gin, badly brewed beer, and an utter lack of bodily cleanliness. With that, you're inside. It's quite packed. I'd say this room is um, 
It's about the size of any pub that, that I know that all of us have ever been in real life, but we'll say that for, for the sake of argument, it's about, uh, probably about, about 100 feet deep and about, about 60 feet wide in the main room. There are probably a couple of little alcove rooms and side rooms for illicit dealings, but the, ma the base room is about like that. We're, when did Dart start becoming a thing? Probably quite a while ago, right? Huh. 1896. Thank you very... Aww. Oh, sorry, that's modern dart darts. Okay. Um, the history does go back farther, so some kind of darts would be available. Uh, Honestly, so see, yeah, like, people throwing sharp things at a wall is probably... Yeah, you know like, whether or not they threw, like, knives at a wall that's, what that's what I was literally about Instead to say. Considering the number of games there are with, like, knives and sharp things and walls thrown or body parts, I... Yeah. yeah. Uh, military pastime originating in England during the medieval era in the first couple of decades of the 14th century. All right. Uh, so at the back, you can see that people are basically throwing pocket knives at the wall. Uh, where a crude, at the back of the room, a crudely drawn, uh, painted on uh, bullseye target has been done. And a couple of men and one woman, um, a tall, a tall, um, a tall woman of mixed race, actually. She's about not quite as dark-skinned as Dr. Freeman, but um, definitely has some African heritage in there, um, is uh, taking turns with a couple of giant blokes, fucking uh, knives at the wall, and uh, they seem to be having a pretty good time, even though she's whipping their asses. I think uh, Darcy's gonna make a beeline for that because she's I, like, oh, I want to try. Annoyed at the other guy in the alley, and she wants to like check something at a wall right now. I'm like, oh, this is fascinating, and I need to go try it. Evelyn's gonna try and stay relatively quiet because she knows the way she's dressed and the way she's styled. She does not fit in here. But yeah, she's gonna try and stick around the others. Darcy's gonna try and blend in as much as she can, but is also gonna try and keep an eye out for the guys that she saw in the vision all right sounds no good looks like i win again she says and uh pulls her knife out of the wall they'll uh toss a couple of a couple of low coins on the on the table and say oh another one another one you sure i seem to be winning a lot she smiles um who am i thinking she looks like <laughs> come on now all I can think of is third sister, but, <laughs> but it's that kind of like, like, um, that kind of look. Um, now, unlike the rest of you who are dressed fairly modestly, uh, this woman has a skirt, uh, that is, is just above boot length, uh, and has been slit down the side as she leans over to pick up some of the coins and thrust them into a, into a purse at her waist. You'll see that the slit slides all the way up to her waist, revealing an ample bit of thigh and rear. The men will turn and take a nice kind of gander and then go, one more round, one more round. I will toss a couple of coins down to make her bend over and get them. I think I can do one more round. She smiles and ducks. She And uh, you don't need to make her roll to know that she knows what she's doing to get the money. <laughs> Uh, excuse me, do you, um, would you be, um, would you mind a few more people joining in? 
I don't know. Who are a few more people? She says, turning and looking past you. Um, myself. Um, oh, and I, I think, um, my friend here. As well. Loves, you wouldn't want to hurt What's your that? pretty hands on these. These are sharp knives, not knitting needles. <laughs> Josephine's gonna pull a knife out of her bag and be like, oh, "I'm pretty familiar with sharp knives." I grew up a farm on a farm. I've 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 done m m many worse things with a knife before. Well, what you buying? Oh, what is the current buying at? Hmm, I mean, I think right now we were doing pants, but we were just kind of getting started. If you'd like to really enjoy this, um, what do you say? Hmm, full shilling. If you've got it. I'm going to look at the money that I have, and I don't know what any of this means. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I don't even know what Darcy would have. Pro I, like, Just a reminder, that's like a quarter of a, a wait, year's wage. A shilling? Shillings? Yeah. Yeah. I think we went through so, this last like, that's time. That's a lot of money. Victorian money converter. <laughs> Should have written this down last time, right? Yeah, hold oh. on. So, Victor currency converter, Victorian money converter. Here we go. Uh, I'm going to say so. Convert. Well, they're saying that $100. See, this is the problem because the calculations don't adjust for inflation. And what this well, would be worth, right? Wait. Like they don't actually say what is common for the era. Converts which... from modern US dollars to Victorian era pounds, shillings, pence. Now does that So this is assuming that one mid-nineteenth century pound is eighty-five US dollars. I'd say that's low. Well, she will name an amount that is the equivalent of about 150 bucks. How's that? So yeah. a, a steep yeah. toss of the knife. Darcy will look into her purse and if she has anything? Uh, who has resources? I have um, the money I stole off the guy at the cemetery. <laughs> you have enough money for this. He had a lot of money yes. in there. I have resources too, actually. Yeah, you actually have it on you. Um, and Sweet. I would, I would like to implore any of our viewers who who are good at fiscal history, please help because I'm bad at this. This is this is the thing. I can describe I can describe like awful areas of London 400 years ago, 200 years ago, 150 years ago, whatever. But I can't do math to save my life because I have a BFA. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Darcy will pull it out and um, don't think she'd bring out her ceremonial dagger that she has with her, but um, well, for, same knife. I don't know if yours is weighted. No, of course. That's fair. <laughs> fair for everyone. Um, do you mind if we take a few practice throws with it, since you already have an advantage of... Oh, of, not of... at all. Of course not. Ladies first. And she'll hand the knife out at... Uh, did both of you put in? Yeah. Um, Josephine looked to see what Darcy put in, and then was like, trying to match it with coins or with money that she <laughs> Sounds has. Good. So she's going to hand the knife to you, handle first, and hand it to her... Ladies first. Whichever of you that is. Um, offer to Darcy. Sure, Darcy will take the knife and, uh... We'll sit this one out, love. 
kick their ass, Lavina. Won't be a problem. So, before I take your money, what are your names? Uh, Darcy. Darcy. Josephine Carrington. Lavina there, Marley. There's a hesitation right at the end as she tries not to go into her title because she's been told that maybe she shouldn't. <laughs> oh, pleasure to meet you. The knife she hands you is a sl small, slim dirk. Basically one of the slimmest, sharpest knives that you've handled in quite a while. Definitely um, almost more of a, of a pin cushioner than a, like an eating or... or um, an eating or utility knife. Uh, but it's pretty well balanced, actually. Do you want to try to throw it at the wall? Oh, yeah. Okay, that's going to be dexterity and athletics. All right. Uh, specialties in hand-eye coordination would apply. Nope, I got... Not great, but... Okay, so you can test it a couple of times to see what's up. Mm-hmm. Um, what's my difficulty? Difficulty on this? Uh... Well, it depends. How good are you trying to do? You trying to hit the bullseye? Yes. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to say that it's pretty dim in here because it's only lit by gaslights. However, the two of you have sight effects on. So I'll say that for you, all of your difficulties are going to be um, difficulty of, we'll say, we'll say seven because it's kind of a weird thing to, to do throw knives at a wall. It's All like right. axe throwing with tiny knives. Uh, so two I, mean, I, th I throw knives in modern day. It's fun. It's true. <laughs> but you've had more practice at it. This is true. So we'll say difficulty seven for this. All right. So you're doing a practice throw? Yep. Okay, go ahead. Uh, two successes on the first one. Sounds good. Mm -hmm. And two successes on the second one as well. Okay, so you'll manage to get pretty close to the bullseye on both accounts, like just kind of like right around the center ring. Not bad. How about the dark one? Josephine. Yeah. Josephine would take the knife and, and uh, give it a couple throws. Seven as well, if I'm going Seven for the bullseye. Well. Yeah. Uh, that's three on the first one. Okay, so you're going to nick the edge of the bullseye. And four on the second. And you're going to hammer it almost next to the center of the bullseye on the second throw. Nice. It's going to hit it nice and let nice in the gut of the bullseye. Nice. Oh. <laughs> Surprised. I was right to not call you ladies. You're obviously better than that. <laughs> so... <laughs> Time to throw. Yeah. Who goes first? Why don't you go first? Since we yeah, have why, why don't you set the, set the bar for us? Hmm. Sorry, I didn't catch your name quite. There was some, some muffled speech over. Um, It was... Lavina. Lavina. Lavina Motley. Ain't that right, boys? Cheers, Lavina! A bunch of guys nearby will cheers her. Now, 
as this is happening, what are the other two of you doing? Evelyn, are you watching? Keeping an eye on this? Yep. Okay. I think so. Just kind of just try to keep a bit quiet and not not stand out. So as you're doing that, a um, a man with a, kind of a, a reddish beard um, that's coming in in kind of patches. He's probably about 23, 24 at the most. Uh, a bit chubby-faced, kind of a farmer build, uh, but shock red hair like Darcy's uh, is going to approach. Kind of looks a little bit like... Um, you wouldn't know who I'm talking about, but a little bit like Andy Richter. Um, kind of approaches... Excuse me. Um, Mace, if you'd like a seat to watch, you, you can have mine. He'll take off one of his page cap or his page cap and brush the seat off that he's sitting at at a nearby table. Can't have a lady stand. Oh, well, thank you. Do you come here often? Not really. No, it's my, my first time here. Uh, my friend oh, over there is from this area. Really? Um, yeah, um, what do you drink? I get you something. My name's, um, my name's Gib. I mean, everybody calls me Gib. Uh, my name's Johnny Gibson. Pleasure to meet you, Johnny. I'm Evelyn. Uh, do you like gin, Evelyn? Uh, beer or... Um, a beer would be lovely. A girl that likes beer dressed like you? I love it. I love it. My mom she said will I... just casually flirt with him. <sighs> mom said I was going to have a good night tonight. Uh, a beer. Coming right up. Ah. And he's going to skitter over to... Uh, he seems fairly harmless to her, so she'll she'll be entertaining. All right. So uh, Johnny Gibson's going to do that. Now, meanwhile, while that is going on, Chastity, you're keeping an eye out and really looking around for things, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So she's looking to see if she can spot the guys from the scrying vision. And if she doesn't see them, she's going to... She's casually also just, like, wringing out edges of her shirt that I'm assuming are drenched and, like, just kind of casual. She's got, like, her like her, her, her prop, like, tucked to the side. And she's just like, yeah, just like... Okay. Do you have around. any... What are your effects that you have up right now? You have your mind she shield? She has a mind shield. That's Is it that right it? now. Okay. Yeah. Um, and remember, she has a penalty because of the task mushroom she had earlier. This is true. Um, just a you, perception. Sure. Um, now, you have perceived these people using time magic. You could actually... I'm not going to tell you what to do. Uh, okay. But you could use time... time. I mean, not time. Mind one to try to pick out their mind patterns in the crowd. Yeah, she'll, she'll do that. If she's, yeah. yeah. So she's looking around, and um, but she's also going to kind of like sidle her way up to near the, the bar itself. Sure. Behind the bar, there is a, uh, a rather rather scarred up but uh, scarred up fl slightly flabby man in his mid 40s um, his skin is kind of leathery from a lot of time working at the docks but a little pale like he hasn't been out there in a while but it's it's just he's got that worker's complexion she's also going to unbutton a couple of her like the top buttons mm -hmm. of her shirt just to like make herself look a little more scruffed up and kind of Sure, <clears throat> sounds good. He's gonna he's gonna look over at you, see see down the front of your shirt, kind of give you a look, kind of bearing some of his missing teeth. The rest of them are quite yellowed. Hmm. What'll it be, love? 
She's gonna put the bottle of gin on the counter and say, This is shit. Got anything better? Hmm. I know that shit. <clears throat> That's Campbell's. Yeah? You can't trust a Scotsman. Hmm. I'm uh, not from around here. I'm Alfie. Pleasure. This is my establishment. It's a good place. Where are you from, love? Gin, you drink a choice. I'm not picky. <clears throat> Story seems to differ. <laughs> There's a difference between quality and type. Hmm. This is Christie's. You'll like it better. Trade ya. She'll push the bottle over and grab the... Yeah. Make me an appearance roll. Sure. Just straight up, like, yep. appearance? Appearance actually caps your uh, your first impressions. Yeah. So, and I know your social stats are higher than your appearance. Oh, so. no! <laughs> so my appearance is three, but if yep. I roll that, I, of course, got a one, a one, and a seven. Okay. Well, that's just a fail, not a botch. Yeah. Um, so, so you'll kind of smile, and a bit of mud is just going to drip right into your cleavage. It's been a rough night. She's gonna wipe that off and just kind of like... The first drink's on me. If you want anything more than that, it's gonna take more than a bottle of Campbell's to convince me. That's totally fair. You here That's to fair. work? I am looking for information, but I can work. Alright. I've got two rooms upstairs. You can use them. 50% mm. of your cut. And you leave a piece of collateral at the bar. Something nice. Whatever you got. That necklace of yours. He's gonna hook it up the, the little cross. Yeah. Something nice just in case so you don't run off without paying your half. Or do you mean you wanted to work bar? No, 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 no. Hmm. I'm a little attached, you know, I'm a, I'm a woman of faith. Love, you get it back in the morning. Are you sure it's necessary? And she's gonna attempt... I don't know if I want to persuade or if I want to go for a mind effect here. Which one do you want to do? She's gonna knock back the drink and she's gonna be like, is it really necessary? And yeah, she's gonna try and... See if she can persuade him that he doesn't okay. need it. Okay, so you can make me a, a give me an Arate roll at difficulty of five. Okay. Um. However, uh, go ahead and make me it uh, at uh, yeah difficulty five for for him. Okay. Um. That's and tens explode for this. Yeah, we're doing magic tens explode. Gonna be a four successes. Holy crap. Yep. What do you uh, what do you uh, mind projecting into him? The, she's an honest worker and 
doesn't so, need the collateral. So trust. So feeling yeah. of trust. Really trustworthy. And do you have any regulars that like a little, like a little bit of pain, like a little rough? <laughs> yeah, quite a few. You've got a strange accent. You yank. Yes, that's what I'm called, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, you do enough yanks, you can easily pay for uh, for a night here. <laughs> hey, Alfie, sure. can I get it? Shut the fuck up! I'll be with you. I got to go. Here, and he'll slide a key across the bar to you. You can use... Uh, the room in the corner upstairs. The one with the red doorknob. Red doorknob. Alright. You got it till morning. You do your own laundry though. Of course. And clean up afterwards. Of course I'm not some sort of heathen. Well how are you going to make the money then? And he's going to toss a bar rag at you. <laughs> to help mop up. And uh, he'll turn and go start serving other people. Yep. And um, she, yeah, she's gonna basically just take a moment, finish the drink, mm. um, and try and find those mind patterns. Okay. Uh, looking for those mind patterns. This is gonna be pretty, pretty easy overall. I want you to do me a favor and make me a uh, make me an Arate roll. Uh, difficulty okay. of difficulty of four because it's quite busy in here. It's going to be three successes. Okay, that's fantastic. And I'm just checking one <laughs> last thing. Okay. Um, so, as... How do you do this? Do you just pray to see where they are? Do you... Um, no, most of her mind stuff is her cult of ecstasy, so the, the drinking is honestly the best part here, and... You'll see, uh, you'll see one of them over in the corner. There's a stairwell that winds up through the center of the room up to the second floor. That one, Scott, I think was the Mr. smaller Scott? one. Mr. Scott. Yes. Mr. Over Scott. there is uh, chatting with a couple of men, kind of laughing uproariously. Hmm. But you can't... You can't detect Mr. Dobbs. And then, as you look around, you'll notice that there's, besides the noise of the commotion around here, there's bits of dust that's falling from the roof, from the ceiling above you. The wood is just giving way. People are up there moving around, doing various things on the second floor. And the commotion is mm. causing the dust from the floorboards to come through. And for just a second, you'll see a little flicker. You think he's upstairs. I don't remember which one seemed like the one that would be the most... 
I think Dobbs was the big, the the, the bigger, yeah. gruffer sounding one, and Scott was a little more, a little more kind of graspy and and like a little more foxish. Yeah. So honestly, she I think she wants information from both of them, but let me do this. She's taking her time, like kind of thinking while they're doing their stuff, and just like. Okay. Plan. Plan A. Plan A is get Mr. Scott uh, otherwise occupied and detained. Okay. Because Dobbs, or Dabs, or whatever. Dobbs, it'll be Dabs. Maybe taking a little bit of time still. Okay. So I think she's gonna think about that, and then she's gonna finish up her drink and start hopping, hop down and start kind of like slowly making her way over to him. As you finish your drink, you're going to set it down and there's going to be another burst, a little flicker of light upstairs. And as it reaches you, you're going to suddenly get a quick flash that passes over you. You have no idea what this is. This isn't the scope of your effect at all, but a yelp echoes through your mind and you'll suddenly have the feeling like someone has struck you across the mouth very hard, enough to rattle your teeth and cut your lip. Your lip's fine. But you could feel a beating. You could feel the sharp intake of breath and hear the high-pitched shriek of a woman. Oh, that motherfucker. And she's gonna switch directions and head for the stairs. Okay. Immediately. Alright, as you start heading up the stairs, over there, um, a beer slid in front of you. Evelyn, I didn't miss anything, did I? Oh, no, it looks like she's just winding up. I think so, no. Not yet. Ladies first, then. In front of you, Lavina will say, as she draws back the blade and let fly uh, with the willpower. That, yeah, that's respectable. First round is going to be three successes. What we'll do is we'll do three rounds, and uh, it'll be total number of successes. Just before we get too far to that, yes. um, can I use matter to quickly check out my beer? Mm -hmm. Or would Absolutely. that be life for checking for something not it depends whether related. or not you're, if you're looking for organic compounds, it'd be life, like currently living yeasts and things like that. But if you're just kind of like doing a quick, if you're no, if I'm you're looking look for it to make sure there's no compounds in there that I don't think should be there. That would be matter. If you're looking for parasites, that's life. No, just yeah. parasites don't really live in beer for the most part. Like that's the whole point of doing beer versus water. I'm theoretically yes, yeah. but this is the Victorian era. Who knows what the water is that has been added to the beer after it's been poured. So there could be something in there for a few minutes or bacterial infections, things like yeah. that. Because you could, there. I mean, there could be E. coli in that beer. Depends how, it, we're getting- That's true. Typically gritty. beer was the safer option to drink. True, but general, I mean, but if they, if they, yeah. if there was a rag covered in shit that was used to wipe the glass and then they poured beer, you've got, there's still a cross-contamination risk. But, I mean, I think there's a cross-contamination risk just sitting in this bar, so... That's fair. All right, so... 
go ahead and uh, do me a favor and uh, yeah, give I me uh, give me a difficulty of um, I've got matter three if that matters. Are you using your specialty tool? Or are you just kind of like holding it up to the light and giving it a quick appraisal? Yeah, I think just kind of tilting it to let one of the candlelight like lanterns run through it a little bit. Okay. Very discreetly. All right, so it's going to be about difficulty of... Can't speak. Uh, difficulty of... Four. Five. Difficulty of five because of your health successes. Or your health effects. Uh, two successes, one of which was a ten. Perfect. All right, so taking a quick look at it. Um, it's been watered down. That's fine. As long Not as there's hair. no poison or drugs in it. No. No, it's bad beer. Um, okay. It's immature. It hasn't really... It hasn't been brewed long enough, and it's been watered down. It's not going to taste particularly good, and uh, let me just see. He was in a hurry, uh, and it's got a shitty head on it. It's also kind of warm. It's also very warm, actually, because they don't have refrigeration here. Nobody paid for ice. They also don't do that. Don't do what? Chill it? Warm, cold beer, yeah. I know. All right, so uh, it's a bad beer. Cool. Okay, she All will right. gingerly sip it. <laughs> All right, so uh, meanwhile, on the other side, uh, who's throwing the knife first? Um, I think Darcy will try. I think, um, does this... Um, does Lavina seem like someone that would be, I guess, could, would purposely throwing the match beast a way to, like, get into her, like, good graces? Basically, Darcy trying to get, like, chummy with her. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, I, if you would like, you can make a manipulation plus athletics roll. Sure, Yeah. I would also allow dexterity plus persuasion doesn't exist in the system, but dexterity plus empathy. Uh, no, I'll do manipulation and because I my social stats are my good ones. Uh, what's my difficulty? Difficulty on this, uh, it's going to be six, but it's going to be contested by her. Uh, by her. Basically. Okay. Oh, there's one in there. Poop. Would have been. Three, but it's two with that. Okay, so, okay, uh, so throwing it, you'll you'll get a nice spot. Uh, it's a good throw, but it's not as good as you probably could have done. It's going to lodge next to the next to where her knife did, left a gouge, kind of next to the bullseye center. Oh, not a bad throw. You have to try again. Oh, well, um, do you come here often? Often enough. I see. Uh, do you often take these other poor saps for their money, then? I see. You're quite talented, you. Come on, they're getting a show. That's true. You have a quite a nice... Quite a nice figure, if I don't say... If you don't mind me saying. It might be a bit bold of me, but... You're def they're definitely getting a good show for Dad. Of course they should. And of course I do. I'm a performer. 
I perform. I can see it's very impressive throw. <laughs> oh, I'm just giving you a quick. Oh, it's just a quick lesson. Mm. Speaking of which, knife, knife girl, give us a throw, Joe. Let's go for it. What was my difficulty again? Difficulty seven. Uh, that is three successes. Three successes. All right, you're gonna land it right next to where uh, she did it. She... Good for you. A nice throw. All right, so this is fun. It is fun. Like, it is. Come on, gentlemen. Do you want to bet on this as well? Some of the men are going to say, "No, you've got plenty." I think Darcy will take off. Start, you know, looking like she's getting serious. She'll take off her her like shawl that she's wearing from the rain and like start kind of. Oh, getting look a at bit. you! You've got, you've got your. You've got uh, all your rain-slicked clothes on top of your babs. Come on, we could work it pretty well. It's true. Mm-hmm. I bet that one would look good, too, if she'd do a collar down a bit. What do you say, Joe? Take some blokes for money? I'm sorry, what? You're right, my throw. And she's going to turn and throw without really looking. Uh, I'm, I'm not lying, by the way, when I say what I'm about to say. Oh, no. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, with the willpower, that's 11 successes. Holy fuck. Wow. So she's going to turn and not even look and throw it, and her knife is going And you're going to see that as it was going there, this big, big fucking horsefly was going to is skewered against the board. If you don't impressive. Mind. Very impressive. You guys are going to get fucked out of your money. <laughs> Only for lucky gents. What'd she say? <clears throat> I think Darcy is because Darcy's a little wee tiny Irish girl, but she's she's kind of she's very good at like noticing people and mm -hmm. kind of filling the room. So she's gonna start like undoing her shirt a little bit, trying to you know, okay. give the boys a show. <laughs> All right, she's gonna grab her knife and hand it over. And as that is happening nearby, Evelyn Johnny is going to lean in and go. He, those are your friends, right? Current they, companions, they, yes, they're very competitive. They didn't, they didn't wager more money than they, they, they have, right? No, they're fine, I think. Okay, Might on. be all that they have, but... Oh, I know Lavina. I know of Lavina. She's, um, she's, she's a carny. Knife thrower. Uh... Yeah, she seemed to be taking those gentlemen for a ride. One in which they were going to lose all their money. I think they were paying to see the sights. She's got, um... She seemed to be doing it deliberately. Yeah, yes, ma'am. Um, cheers. Ding. All right, Darcy, give it to me. Um, is there any way I could use strength in my throat? You may use strength in athletics, but the result will be different. Cool. 
I would like to do that. Okay, give it to me. Strength and athletics, difficulty of six. Okay. Um, would raw power yes. apply to this? Yes. Sweet. Uh, if Sweet. you choose to have raw power apply, raw power will apply in a specific way. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, misspent a willpower. Oh, God. <laughs> You said difficulty six? Yep. All right. Six successes. <laughs> Did you get any tens? I got two tens. Okay, you rerolled them? Yep. Okay. Uh, Darcy is going to rear back and throw, uh, and is not so much going to... What's going to happen is you're going to throw the knife, and it's going to go through the air going tip over handle tip over handle and is going to slam into the wall right at the thickest part of its handle and is going to punch into the old boarding behind that has been perforated by punctures so many times over the months and years and is going to leave a hole in the wall about the size of a basketball and you are going to hear a blood curdling and you're supposed to stick it with the other end blood is going to start splurting out of the hole as well as a confetti of feathers well that's one I way mean, to that's get it. how we hmm. how was you gonna say that's how i was taught to kill chickens on the farm one way. Love, if you're looking for, if you're looking for cock, I suggest going after it with a little less uh, bloodlust. I mean, did you see the scammer out in front? Hmm. Greg. Greg's not bad. He wouldn't he cut called you. Me a... hmm. He no. called you a what? He called me a bitch. And a witch. Well, whichever you are, go get my fucking knife. Uh, yes, right away. <laughs> She'll go go grab the okay. Grab the knife. Uh, so uh, as you glance in, oh god, chaos! Uh, chaos! Cool. Uh, that reminds me, I got to move your paradox totals forward. You've managed to throw a knife that clashed that crashed through the wall into the room behind. And as you lean forward, you can see that the knife has shattered. It's broken completely away from its handle. The tip is snapped off. Um, it was a, it was a well-weighted knife, and it was... Actually, pardon me, it is not snapped off of its handle. Uh, the handle is cracked, for sure, because it was a full tang with a, with a wooden slide over it. Uh, but the tip is completely broken off uh, and has embedded itself in the side of a rooster's throat that is running around splurting blood madly. Um, it looks like this back room is where some of the uh, some of the livestock that are cooked up here are kept. Uh, chickens, things like that. Tons of crates and so on. You can't reach the knife from this angle. You'd have to get into the storeroom to get it, or you'd have to tear the wall open with your bare hands. Which... Uh, yeah, I think she's gonna... Um meekly go over to the to the bar okay. to try you and get me into favor. the store. Make me a perception and alertness roll at a difficulty of you have heightened senses. Difficulty 7. 
Perception and alertness, cool. Oh, man. What? That's going to be one success with that one. As you turn, as you're looking in the hole, you're going to see that it looks like there's a figure inside of the room. You can see the, the back of a man's coat. And as you... As you're facing that way, the, the cacophony over to your right has, um, pardon me, the cacophony over your shoulder of the rest of the, the, um, the pub is momentarily blocked out. And you can get a clear sound, like a clear listen at what's on the, the other side of the hole for just a quick second. Uh, and in that moment, as you are looking, um, pardon second uh basically as you lean forward and see this 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 man uh you are going to hear aside from the sound of the crunch uh, of the 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 music and the laughter and the people drinking sound of crunching and slurping It's just for a second, but this, you can definitely know the sound of chicken bones snapping. It sounds honestly like the time that your uh, your uncle's dog got into the chickens. Poor dog. That was the first dog you ever lost, actually, swallowing a live chicken. Not the whole thing, but chicken bones and dogs. It, it does, they don't have to be cooked chicken bones for it to work. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Oh, how smart is Darcy? How nope. smart are you, girl? Nope. Oh, yeah, it's true. Um, uh, uh, excuse me. The man's back will stiffen. And then we'll move forward rather quickly. You'll hear the sound of a distant door crashing open. And then slamming shut the sound of rain bubbling in from the outside for just a moment as it does. So, meanwhile, Josephine, um, Darcy's kind of squatting in front of a hole, like, talking to it. There's, like, a little bit of blood that's kind of, like, spurting on the side of her face, and she's not paying attention to it. <laughs> Darcy. You know, get closer. Darcy! Like, oh, go. um... Um... What's wrong? Uh, there, uh, there is a... There was a man in that room eating a, a, ch a chicken, and then he ran away. Just eating a, a chicken? 
I, I think so. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it wasn't cooked. I heard the sound of crunching bones. Like he was eating it. And then he made like a weird kind of grunting sound and then ran away. I probably shouldn't have said hello to him, but I didn't want to scare him. I mean, at least he ran away and not attacked. I, uh, yeah, that's... Yeah. I can't quite get the knife, though, and I feel really bad about that. I'm gonna have to go around and ask the barkeep to get in, maybe. And also apologize for murdering a chicken. Fair. Sorry, Lavina. Um, I'm going to have to go around and get into the storage room. I can't quite reach it. Um, also, I like that knife. Um... I'm probably going to have to get you a replacement. My father gave me that knife. Before he died. It's the last thing I had to remember him by. I wonder if Evelyn would be able to fix it. Oh, that's true. I might have a friend that could be able to... Uh, but it wouldn't be the same. Nonsense. It's, it'd just be back to the way it was, I'm sure. <laughs> well, we'll see. Oh, come mm. on, we can fix this. All right. So you go to do that. Uh, Evelyn, you are sitting nearby. And... Um, I think Darcy has like blood splattered all over her now. Yeah, like... just like covering the, like, the right side of your face where you were going... Into the hole? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So what's, like, what's Evelyn doing nearby? Uh, still sitting, watching. Um, did Chastity share the names that she had heard with the rest of us? Yes, she yes. Okay. She and did. brief she descriptions them. of what they looked like. Yeah. All right. Um, she might try and very casually try and get info from, what was it, Johnny? Jesse? Johnny? Johnny. Johnny. Sitting with her. So what are you trying to get? Um, I think she'll try and play the slightly silly woman. I want and... you to do me a favor. Make me a manipulation and uh, subterfuge roll. You can use charisma if you prefer, though. Yeah, I would prefer charisma. Okay, sure. So you're not trying to get anything out of him. You're just trying to make a good impression. Uh, now, you are going to be... Maybe get him talking sort of thing. You can only roll as many dice as your appearance, but I'll give you... I'll raise your appearance by one for the copious amounts of alcohol and another point for his copious amount of desperation. Okay. So, so what's the roll? What's your appearance? It's the same as my charisma. Okay. Uh, so you can... Well, that doesn't help me. What's, your, what's the number? Three. Okay. Uh, so you can roll Charisma plus Subterfuge, max of five dice, though. Actually, you know what? We'll just use it this way. Because that's an old rule, and I don't remember if it carried over into Victorian era. So in that... Yeah, I was going to say, because I, I didn't know that rule, so I built up a Charisma four on my character, but only have Appearance three. Because hmm. I was not told that rule. <laughs> you also had the book. Yeah, that's but, true. Um... Go ahead and give me, uh, give me charisma plus, uh, yeah, give me charisma plus 
subterfuge. Sorry, okay. I was zoning out for a second trying to remember. Okay, um, so what's the difficulty? I do not have subterfuge. Six. Okay. Remember, if it's the first column on your sheet, there's no difficulty increase. If it's the middle one, there's a plus one, and you can't roll on the rightmost. Well, but Streetwise is on the first column, and you increased it based on not having it. I did because of your background. Okay. Um, two successes. Two successes. All right. So yeah, you'll be able to do a good job of chatting and uh, kind of making good with him. So what are you trying to what are you trying to do? Just kind of have a pleasant time. Um, but basically, kind of work it around to, oh well, my friend Chastity is looking for these fellows. Have Have you heard of them before? I heard, I heard of them. Um, Apparently, she thinks they spent time around here. I believe. Uh, um. Well, that's Mr. S uh, that's Mr. Scott over there. He says, pointing as uh, he says it at that wrong moment in a conversation. And a couple of men who are boisterously standing around Mr. Scott over uh, on the other side of the stairwell are going to go, Look, he's talking about you, Gov. Yeah, I'm She Scott. still has her blanket wrapped around her. What do you want, uh, you piggy fuck? Uh, no, nothing, sir. Nothing, sir. Uh, 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 ladies... Lady's looking for a real man. Huh? 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 Fuck off. He goes forward and crosses the bar and kicks Johnny's stool, causing uh, him to stumble onto the ground and, and kind of move a bit away. Um, no, no, sir, there's, there's no reason for that. The lady just was looking for a Mr. Scott. Uh, and obviously you are not he. Am I the Scott you're looking for? He turns to you. I don't know. A friend was asking. <laughs> I'll be your friend. He uh, he's gonna take a step forward now. Josephine, you and and Darcy are headed this way. You're about probably I'd say about ten feet from this. Um, he's going to take a step forward and is going to uh, put his hand or attempt to put his hand on the back of Evelyn's neck. Mm. Looking like he's about to manhandle you a bit. What do you do? Um, well, if he's essentially standing in front of her. Yes, he's kind of like leaning over the table. It looks like he's probably, he, he's very inebriated. The man is kind of like a scrawny Jason Statham. So about five foot ten, bald with his hair kind of uh, uh, quick cropped around the side. Um, kind of like broad, broad flat face with a nose that's been broken at least once. Uh, probably about 170 pounds. Um, can she kind of... So I'm picturing if he's trying to reach for her, she doesn't really want to be grabbed because that puts her at a bit of a disadvantage. But I want to try and dodge it in a way that doesn't look incredibly like obvious that she's dodging. Like that kind of gentle, oh, she leaned to pick something up, sort of dodge. Sure. So the, what you're going to do is you're going to give me dexterity and athletics. And what's going to be is a contested versus my strength and brawl. You could also use dexterity and subterfuge if you would prefer. Uh, no, athletics it works. Right. So 
so he has. Okay. Okay, difficulty six, contested. Okay. Uh, that's three successes. Okay, I've got three successes as well. Uh, so, oh, pardon me, no, I only have two successes. I moved the dice to the wrong spot. Uh, She'll do, do that kind of slightly gentle dodge and offer him a, the beer, like kind of put it up so that his hand closes on that. Oh, well, if you wanted a beer, you should have just said. I'd rather have a taste of what you've got there, love. It's not for sale. Sir, sir there's no reason for that. And uh, Johnny's going to kind of put his hand on the man's chest and try to push him away from you. Okay. He's going to get his ass beat. <laughs> uh, I would like an initiative roll from everyone in the nearby vicinity. Okay. I forget what gets added to that. Your uh, dexterity and wits. Okay. And tends to explode if you have a specialty in like quick thinking or quick reaction in either wits or dex. Okay. So pop those in the chat right now. Um, okay. So Darcy is at 14. Okay, I'm at 15, so that's good for, for, for Scott. Darcy. That's a one. <laughs> so, so it goes. Scott, Darcy, Evelyn, uh, Joe. Uh, I guess Lavinia could roll. Lavinia rolled a three. Ooh. That's, you know, she's still faster than, uh, still faster than Johnny. Oh. He puts his hand on, on Mr. Scott's chest and goes to push away. And Mr. Scott lets go of you and is going to kind of jostle around. And it looks kind of like from where you're standing, like he kind of like shifts and kind of shoulders into him. And you're touching. Holy shit. I'm using the new dice. Right. Not touching. Did you see the lady and I were having a talk? Uh, he's going to turn and slam into him. Uh, Darcy, as you're approaching, you're going to see that his hand went like into his pocket and up before he did it. And um, he's going to kind of just like push kind of Johnny toward the center of the room. Uh, as Johnny's going to stumble a tiny bit and in the din of the crowd, everyone here can do me a favor and please make me a perception plus alertness roll at a difficulty of eight. Um, so would you say like I noticed he put his hand in his pocket and shoved up? Like was that with one hand and the other hand he pushed him or like So basically he had his hand out like um like around Evelyn, kind of like mm -hmm. reaching for her. She brushed, yeah. he got pushed, and he kind of went like that. Oh, okay. Like his hand was in his pocket already. Oh, his hand was okay. And his then, right hand yeah. was back and came up and kind of it looks like he might have punched Johnny mm, or something. Okay. Probably. Um, what side's the liver on? Liver's on the right, right? I don't know. <laughs> yes, everything, everything like is important on the right. Because remember, my doctor and I went through this. Nothing except is for the on heart. The yeah, the heart's kind of center yeah. left. Does detail-oriented yes. apply? Okay. Oh my goodness. Okay. Difficulty eight. Any successes will work. 
I rolled two ones and two eights, so F me, I guess. Okay, so you're just going you're more focused on solving the problem. Yeah. Okay. Four successes. Okay. Uh, Joe, you are going to see the mass in his hand that goes and it's a quick flash. Um, you are going to not be able to see it from where you are, Evelyn, but you are going to see a spray of blood. As Johnny stumbles back, blood is going... <laughs> and blood is instantly going to be on his lips as you see it kind of gushing out of a deep knife wound in his stomach. You don't see the knife, Joe. You see that um, Scott is able to, like, re-kind of just put it under his coat again. He's very... <laughs> very quick at this but it's very obvious to anybody inside of about five feet what just happened johnny's gonna stumble a couple of steps bleeding profusely um and darcy it's your turn so it looks like for you as you're approaching it looks like they're getting in a bit of a row and this chubby guy is kind of like being shoved away and shamed okay um I think Darcy's going to walk up and kind of because <sighs> it, it from her perspective, she didn't see the blood or anything from that guy. So it kind of just looks like a little bit of like people are getting a little bit in each other's face. So she's going to go yeah. up and, and kind of be like trying to almost like get in between or like, yeah, kind of like go in between. Um, and just kind of do this. Like put your hands Evelyn, up? Yeah, and just kind of like use her strength to kind of like gently like push on him and be like. So you have a hand on him. Do you have a hand on Evelyn or hand on Johnny? Um, I think a hand on Johnny just to see how so he is. So you're too, going to put your, your hand on him and kind of like try to separate the fight. And the second you do, you're going, your hand is going to be drenched in, in something sticky and warm. Is it spreading fast? Is it a little bit noticeable or is it like super noticeable? It's it's like that, like, it's a deep puncture wound uh, mm -hmm. and is going to be bleeding. Like, it's not like, like spraying, yeah. but it is like one of those movie moments where it's like, it starts small and goes. Yeah. Okay. So I think it's kind of, it's still spreading. It's still early on. I think Darcy's going to try and subtly try and heal him. Subtly try and heal him. Uh, how would you do this? Um, I think she's going to go, oh, it's not, it's, it's just a scratch on here. Let me put some pressure on it and put her hand to it. Okay. How do you do this in terms of your faith? My faith and my mother's spell book. I think you don't have your mother's spell book out for no, this. No, she doesn't. I know. I think she's going to grab her. Is the spell book unique or is it? It's, it's unique to her. So if you don't have it, it's a plus three difficulty, and you have to spend a willpower. Is it your unique, or is it your? It's your. Is it your unique uh, focus or a specialty focus? Because unique There's is a unique is a category where um, if you don't have it, you can't cast. Oh no! I think okay. it's just. I think it's, it's just a, the, it's the, the specialty, specialty but yeah, it, cool. it's her mother's book. So if she doesn't have her mother's book, I think it'd be a difficulty. Like if it's taken away from her, Kelly. Basically, that's how you kind that, of. That that is the unique. That is unique version. then. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. Then that then that is a unique focus. So you'll have to. Then. So unless you can whip that out to do the magic with it. No, I think she's just gonna try and. You're just gonna will it. Okay, so <laughs> just gonna me, will it. Spend me a willpower. 
So you're just going to will it? Okay, so that's a plus three difficulty. Let's do the math on this. So that is a minus two for your moon phase, a plus three, life three. Uh, this is going to be absolutely, uh, absolutely uncanny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, you're at difficulty of, ooh, I'm going to say that uh, your concentration is a bit taxed as well. Uh, but that is not going to matter for that. Uh, just checking any final modifiers here. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. Uh, page 502. Okay. Uh, opposed uh, resonance. If we're using resonance, we're really not. Uh, working without instruments. Yeah, she basically has nothing, but she's like touches blood and she's like, oh, okay, I need to do something about this. Uh, how many effects do you have up right now? I have two. Okay. Uh, difficulty nine, please. Oh, God. All right. Welcome to the other side, Robin. Yep. 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 Okay. Yeah. Come on. Dice. Actually, I'm going to use my new dice because they've been somewhat nice to me. Please, no ones. I got a nine and a 10 and a three. Okay. So three successes. Three successes. Okay. And that is, okay. Three successes. Um, you are going to put pressure on the wound and immediately heal it. Oh, it's not so bad. It's, it's, just, it's just a scratch. Yeah. Uh, All right. Uh, so Evelyn, it's your turn. You got a sense of exactly what that is. You're going to see that as Darcy puts her hand on it and says a quick prayer to the wick or whatever she needs to focus, blood is going to be seeping out from between her fingertips and then it's just going to stop flowing. Uh, Darcy, that is going to be, uh, it's gonna be another point of paradox for you. I'm just going to bank that on your sheet. So yeah, she'll, she would have like been muttering in Gaelic under her breath. So it doesn't sound necessarily like super weird, but she's going to be like, it's going to be fine. And just mutter something off in, in, in old irish now do you speak old irish did you take that as a language i did oh okay then yeah totally mm-hmm. yeah thank no, you for she... being one of the few mages that does that you and jen you and jen took the language based things and you're like we're gonna buy the language yep yep a i wonder of... if i had a language i know well, but i mean i, I, I do I, we've I always we played with a lot of mage players who were like i speak in latin and ancient hebrew and you're like did you we're just picking that up for that? Yeah, did you get that at the Y? Like, <laughs> take ancient ancient Kabbalah classes down at the YMCA? Like, come on. I worked yeah. with a lot of old German scientists. I speak German. I took the language, Marriott. The, oh, yeah, you speak German. That German is the science language. Yeah, exactly. It was Arabic. Now it's German. Soon it'll be Russian. And then um, it will be... It was California. also Latin at some point. That's true. There was, there was a little bit. Arabic, Latin, German. That's true. Sorry, I didn't mean to shame your, your research. <laughs> My science! <laughs> All right, so, uh, Darcy, you're going to do that. That's going to uh, handle that. And then, uh, Evelyn, what, what's going on? Um, I don't think I have anything that can, like, dull this guy down at all. Um, now, do I have, with Matter 3, do I have, or Matter 3 or Entropy 3, do mm. I have to be touching the item to say dull it could i dull his knife at a distance anything you can perceive however it has to work inside of your foci and your paradigm okay so i don't know how you would do that like maybe 
splash him with the beer because it's that's what i was thinking yeah. it's corrosive water shriek and fling it all at the maybe, same time maybe you have a tiny vial in your purse you're just like eh, and dump it in the beer yes okay. yes that's what i was thinking okay so what i need you to do is make me an arite roll uh this is going to be at a difficulty of you have two effects oh, damn it i keep losing dice on the floor how many successes do you have or I, will, I didn't hear the difficulty yet, so... I, I'm, I'm, how many effects do you have up? One. Okay. Uh, so, that's going to be a difficulty. Uh, if you're trying to dull the knife, you're dulling it or breaking it? I was thinking just dulling it, but I suppose if I have entropy, I could just kind of cause it to degrade a bit so that maybe the next time he tries something, it breaks. Sure. You can do that it with may, an entropy. I, I basically want it to be that he can't really hurt somebody with it, but besides as a blunt object. Entropy three, matter three. Sure. Okay. Okay, you are at difficulty of seven. Seven. Uh, two successes. Two successes. All right. So uh, you're going to shriek and like throw the the mug on him. Yeah. Uh, it's going to shatter on the ground as it spills beer all down his front. What the fuck are you doing that for? Uh, Josephine, what are you doing? Um, well, this looks like a fun scene, and I'm going to insert myself into it by yelling, Oi! Give face! And grabbing my bag, and uh, I want to use forces to uh, make it worse as I try to hit him with my bag. Okay, so what we'll do is we'll do the Arate roll first. This is going to be, um, what's your... Does your bag have a have a force of sigil inscribed in it? Um, you really should just sew that into the lining. I mean, yeah, it probably does at this point because I've I've done so much with it. But uh, I'll allow it. Sure, yeah. <laughs> do it with a little bit of Latin on the side. Okay, what that's yeah. going to be forces two. Give that to me at uh, one two. This is not uncanny. I've been hit with a woman's purse before. Um. That's going to be at a difficulty of five. Uh, six because of your effects. You have two up right now, right? Yeah. That's three ones. We'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, okay, so... Uh, I'm still getting used to the Victorian paradox right now. So, um, oh my goodness, a Jen. botched roll oh inflicts one point of straights upon the caster. I'm going to say one point per level of botch. Cool, 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 cool. It's Does he just manage to like kind of step back, dodge, no, and then hit Jen no, in the face? No, no, um, no. it's worse because I have seven points stampedes? of paradox already. Oh, no. Bison stampedes? What? This is great. What? Um. Okay, so. Uh, you are going to take a swing uh, and what is going to happen is uh, you are going to lean back, take a swing and as he steps aside, you were half right, Christine, uh, you are going to swing and as you do, 
you don't know how you miss seeing this. There's a gas lamp directly next to your swing. You hit it, it flies over, slams into the soaked, the every bit of wood in this establishment is soaked with liquor. And the oil, this recently full oil lamp is going to hit the ground and a confl conflagration is going to erupt, lighting this part of the pub on fire. It's going to go up like a, like, like a wildfire. 10, 15 feet of flame just erupts again. around you suddenly. Uh, with this, I am going to make a roll because I'm burning 10 points of paradox on you, Jen. Um, oh my gosh. We can't, Jen, you and I are terrible with fire and paradox. <laughs> it's just not good. Okay, so Jen, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to make me a soak roll. Difficulty six. Okay, okay. We, we got this, we, we can do this. Come on, dice. <laughs> failed that yeah <laughs> got a 10 and a one <laughs> okay uh so you are going to take four points of bashing damage in the basically what's gonna happen you're gonna shatter this it's going to hit the ground and not only ignite but explode bits of wood are going to erupt and pepper you with sh with splinters and as that happens you're going to notice that very subtle no they're not subtle at all the oil is going to touch your skin and burn brands along the flesh of your arm through your shirt and you're going to um, recognize the Enochian sigil or at least something that damn sure looks like it for what's the right word patience I mean, that's got to be a coincidence, right? <laughs> it's got to be a coincidence. That's going to be a permanent <laughs> scar on your forearm, by the way. Cool, uh, cool, cool. cool, cool, cool. Uh, also, everybody else in the immediate area, this is going to pepper and explode. I want a soak roll from everybody who is at the table. That's difficulty six, stamina. All right, so stamina. Okay. How is that affected by... It, it doesn't matter for you, because basically you can roll to soak any type of damage. This is just bashing. Okay. Two successes. Okay, you're fine. Cool. You're going to have some splinters, but two. Both of you are fine. There's an explosion, and you are peppered with splinters, and it is uncomfortable. You will have to pluck them out later. Your clothing is a bit tattered from the explosion and the fire, uh, but overall, it could be worse. Uh, that is what's going to happen to you. Meanwhile, we're going to go back in time a few minutes. I feel like this entire campaign is going to be Josephine learning that paradox exists. <laughs> That's the theme. That's and right setting there. every building that we go to on fire, apparently. <laughs> I mean, you set the first one. I know. I set the first one. You your second. I am at four paradox. So, okay, you know, so we I just need, another we need Chastity and, uh, and Evelyn to <laughs> both light things yeah. on fire. Yeah. yeah. All right, meanwhile, Chastity, you round the corner from where you see Mr. Scott talking to those men and head upstairs toward Dobbs. Now, Dobbs is, a, is quite the gorilla-faced brute, at least you remember him as such. You leave the sound of the tavern beneath you as you head up the stairwell. It creaks and groans beneath your not particularly heavy weight. As you head up the stairs, you um, you will f hear the sound of people enjoying themselves inside rooms, but also 
the sound of impacting flesh. The unpleasant sound. Now, given your work back in New York, you know the difference between men who go to brothels for pleasure and those who go for pain. There's a certain darkness inside of the clientele that, well, the madams and the older working girls have taken good care to instill a careful eye in you for. You can see them on the way in. Not always, but more often than not, you can detect what type of man is about to walk in the door. You can get a sense of the wolf underneath the skin. And all too many times, you've heard the result of someone who's not looking for a lover, but is looking for someone to abuse. Heading up the stairs, there are six rooms along this rickety dark hallway. There's no light up here, aside from a single candle slowly dripping down over on the other side of the stairwell, atop a small table. Glancing around, you know that it's either the room on the left or the right in the middle of the hallway just on the other side of the stairs. So she's basically just walking up. Yeah. And then just like listening. Okay. Kind of at each of the doors that she thinks it might be. Okay. You lean to the first one and you will hear the sound of, uh, of lazy impacted uh, sex. Hmm. Go to the other one. Rather bland, actually. The next one, you'll hear again. And then she's the sound. Gonna... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, yeah. So she's going to le- le- listen up against it when she hears it. And she's got her very a grip on her prop. But she doesn't have it brandished. She's got it ready to go if she needs it. Um, and I think she's going to try the handle with her left hand. All right. I'm just going to. The door is locked. That key he gave me. Mm-hmm. Look at the chances that this place is, you know, kind of a. They wouldn't have unique locks for every room. Would High they? or low is good for you. I'm going with low. What do you do? Just gonna try the key in the lock. Trying it in the lock, it'll twist and turn. And you'll hear as it slides the pins back and yields the door to you. Just pull the key out and push it open. You push it open into a small room, barely 10 feet by six feet wide, rectangular. The thin side is what you open to. There's a twin bed against the left wall and a set of dressers on the right. And the man that you see is Dob standing shirtless in a pair of breeches. over a um, over a chubby woman in her probably late 30s, perhaps early 40s. Her face is a mass of bruises and welts. In his hand, he's holding his belt. Hey. The fuck do you want? She's crying. 
I want you on your fucking knees. All right, what do you do? Let's give me an initiative roll. Let's do this. That well, that's an Amy. <laughs> Brilliant. Terrible roll on my part because that is a. What do I add to my initiative? It's dex. Dex and wits. Ah, uh, it's gonna be a total of six because I rolled a one. Okay, what is your bonus? Uh, dex and wits is a total of five. Okay, so uh, he has initiative on you by one point. I rolled a two. Okay. Okay. All right, so Dobbs turns and looks at you. You see this hairy-chested gorilla looking over at you. His nose kind of uh, kind of bent to the side. You can see blood is dribbling down his lip. Looks like at one point, maybe she fought back. That nose is recently bloodied, maybe even recently broken. The man has a very flat face. He turns, looks at you. You what? Come on, piggy. You get yours too. Uh, he's going to take a swing at you with the belt. Okay. Uh, so you can do a dexterity and athletics roll to dodge. Okay. Um, do I have a, what's my, is it six for the difficulty? Six difficulty? On, on dodging. Yeah. So it was, sorry, athletic. I do not have athletics, I have dexterity. Okay, so you just roll dexterity. Okay. Okay, so for him, that's gonna be strength and melee. That's two sixes! That's two sixes, okay. <laughs> Let's see if he hits you. Uh, oh, damn, oh, damn. Uh, I rolled enough ones that you're actually gonna get out of the way. Um, so he's going to lash out with the belt and the um, the buckle of the belt is going to slam into the dresser and chew a chunk off of it as it hits. Uh, what do you do? He took a so step her, forward, swings his belt at you. It's this big She's thick. not even going to glance at it. She's like eyes locked on him. Mm -hmm. I said, get on your fucking knees. And she's going to like slash at his face with her crop. Okay. Are you doing a magical effect or just attacking? Um, I would like to do a magical effect. What are you doing? Can I, um, a mix of, let's see, pain and, let's see, rage? Okay. For a mind effect to... So to cow, basically, him? right? Yeah, I, I wanted to, yeah. If I could sure. add, I mean, I have intimidation, but, sure. uh... Well, what are you going to do? Help. Um, so, uh, what you could directly... What's your, what's your prime rating? My prime is three. You could directly assault his willpower. All right. Uh, so that's going to be uh, prime and uh, uh, prime and let's see, prime three, mind mind three would definitely I've, do it. I have mind two. I paid for mind three, but I don't oh, think right. you've so mind mind two prime it. two would be enough to start assaulting it as well. Okay. And uh, that's going to be difficulty of... It's a little uncanny for that to actually work on him. We'll say difficulty... Um, uh, difficulty of... S seven. Okay, and I'm just rolling my arete? Like, you're, yeah, you're rolling magical? your arete, yeah. You can spend willpower. I will spend my one last willpower, yes. Uh, that is 
Four successes. Really? Shit, son. Um, okay, so what I need you to do is your second is you're going to need to hit with the crop. Okay. So uh, make me a dexterity and melee roll. Sweet, I have melee. I have one okay. point in melee. I did it for this reason. Okay. And you uh, locked in as just bought you a point of willpower. Oh, thank goodness. Thank you. I need that. Okay. So what did you say the difficulty was? I my brain. Uh, just difficulty of uh, that six. No, the one. No, no. That's a fail. Oh no, it's a I won from the willpower, but it yeah. Okay. So one, I guess. Alright. Uh so one success, not a problem at all. So you um you are going to uh connect with the side of the crop. And um how, what does this look like? It's just a whip right across the face. Like it's going like smack right okay. across. Uh roll like, your strength probably, for me real quick. Uh, her strength is two. Two? Okay. Yeah. All right, roll me your strength. Uh, that's two eights. Holy shit. Uh, all right, so that is going to lash across, and it's actually going to gouge a deep welt that's going to, like, dribble blood down his cheek um, up across that busted nose. Uh, and as you do that, he is going to drop to his knees and start blubbering. Yes, Mom. Yes, Mom. I'm sorry, Mom. I'm sorry, Mom. Please don't hurt me. Shut up. She's going to quickly look over at the woman and say, get out of here. Thank you, Mom. She's going to gather her things, clutch them around her chest, and and um, hurry out of the room, dressing once she's clear of the doorframe. Um, and she's going to say, close the door. Like, just... <laughs> She's going to tug the door shut behind her. Um, she looks like the um, she looks like one of the uh, the sisters from Hocus Pocus, the the uh, the older one that isn't the one that's not Sarah Jessica Parker, the one whose actress I don't remember. That's fine. I haven't actually watched Hocus Pocus. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Vaguely. So um, if he's on his knees and blubbering, she wants to like stomp on him. Done. Yep. So you grind your boot down on him? Yeah, I don't know. I don't care if it's onto his, if it's chest, like stepping on his chest, or if it's on his back, like in the small of his back. Either works. I don't, she doesn't really care. Uh huh. The point is that she's going to get her boot on. She's going to kneel and then kind of grab him by the hair and say, All right, you little piece of shit. You fucking shit stain. I have questions. Yes. And you're gonna tell me everything I want to know. Yes. Yes, what? Yes, ma'am. Good. Now you're gonna tell me what the fuck you did with the body you dug up the other night and where I can find it. Which which body? I've done. I've dug up lots of bodies. 
She's gonna rattle off the details of where it was and which night it was. Little Jew. Um, I. That one was going to 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 doctor uh, to the doctor. Which doctor? Doctor 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 Burke. Doctor Burke, where can I find this Doctor Burke? Um, Fairhurst, the, the Fairhurst stables. Down, down south of here. It's, it's not too far. You take Cheapside down and head toward the Thames. He's down. He knows about this. Me and Scott answer the what ad. We use a code, all of us resurrectors. Is that so? Put it in the broad print. What's the code? Uh, he will describe a series of, uh, of basically thieves' cants that are put into text. Uh, usually it's um, secondhand horses is one. Um, uh, looking for um, looking for a late night carpenter. Hmm. A couple of innocuous phrases. He'll rattle off a couple besides. Uh, secondhand horses looking for a late night carpenter. Um... False teeth only used once. I'm, I'm sorry. No, you're not. Huh? People like you never are. Huh? And you don't change. Strawberry stole, stole from me last time I was here. I was just kidding. My money's worth. That's not how it works. Um, and she would like to. What is the mind version of castration slash leaving him not quite brain dead? not far from it um mm. uh i think i think what that will be is uh you want to do this yeah okay then i think what that will be is a fade to black <laughs> i don't think we need to know the mechanics of it nope so as we fade out the sound of a man screaming and crying is drowned out by the calls of fire, fire, get the buckets, get the brigade from downstairs as we fade out to what's outside. Actually, I don't know if that doesn't make sense. Uh, as we, uh, as we, as we pull back, the sounds of the screaming are, are being uh, being blotted out by the calls for fire and the rush to get brigades and pit and pails out from the rain outside. I don't think we need to know what you do. All right, so folks, um, 
I think we're gonna take a quick break right now. Don't go anywhere. That's a great place to take a break because I don't want to know what you did to him, Amy. Wink. We'll be right back. Hey all, I'm Jen and I play Josephine Carrington in the Dork Tales Victorian Era Mage actual play series that you were just listening to. If you're new to Mage or just want to know more about the system, check out my podcast, Paradox, a Mage the Ascension podcast, found wherever you can find podcasts. New episodes come out every other Friday, provided Paradox itself doesn't get in the way. Welcome back to Mage the Ascension of the Victorian Era, here on Dork Tales. The sound of bells rings across the square outside of Alfie's pub. The brigade is rushing in with buckets of rainwater, splashing it down on the sudden fire that erupted at the back of the pub. Smoke billows out of the old wooden and brick structure, and Alfie stands outside, clutching the sides of his cauliflower ears, going, Oh, bloody hell, I'm never going to financially recover from this. And as the smoke billows out, and there is the crackling of fire as the oil and liquor light the old building ablaze, Chastity Goodwin heads down the stairs, casually. You have the information you need. The Resurrection Men were working for someone named uh, Dr. Burke, who operates out of the Fairhurst Stables, near the Thames. Down Cheapside Street, toward the... and uh, a bit off there. As you head outside, the sound of rain is pervasive. I'm just gonna try and find her friends, because... All right, so where have the rest of you gone? So the place went up like a match after that, and I'm assuming you tried to get the hell out of Dodge. Okay. Outside and across the street, where it bisects with one of the other large thoroughfares, you will be able to see the, um, the nicest carriage in the district, which, of course, is being driven by Dr. Vivian Freeman. He's standing atop of it, his hands obscured, obviously on some sort of weapon, just in case anybody tries to carriage jack the place. You can see your other friends. Uh, are you standing out in the rain? Are you inside of the carriage itself, staying dry? Um, uh, I had I had a question and then it vanished, uh, but that's fine. Um, I would like to somehow... Um, uh, try and, and sneakily slip the Alfie, who I'm sure I can recognize by his lamenting his uh, pub that he's never going to financially recover from. I would like to give him like all this. the money I stole. <laughs> you get a slip in his pocket? I'm going to try. <laughs> all right. Remind me of larceny as a skill here. It's not, right? Nope. Nope. Stealth? Uh, I... It might have been a secondary skill. I think it's a secondary one you can probably Do you have in. security? Do you have... Security is also not on here. Uh, I have streetwise... Or no, I don't have streetwise or something. So I don't have anything that would help with this. No, do you have stealth? <laughs> no. Okay. Make me a dex check. Okay. <laughs> 
can I spend a willpower? Yes, you may. Uh, you can do this at a difficulty of five, though, because it's it's really noisy out here. Cool. And uh, remind me that um, my health penalties uh, deduct dice. Uh, yes, they do. Okay. I'm not on a chance die. <laughs> Good, because we don't have those in this engine. That's true. Uh, that is, with the willpower, two successes. <laughs> Damn. All right, so you're going to be able to drop a few, the equivalent of a few hundred dollars into his pocket uh, as you pass by him. Um, good job. Uh, I too bad. <laughs> oh, I know the question I was going to ask, which is, yeah. uh, how much Paradox do I have left? <laughs> Zero. Good, okay. I spent it all to burn down Alfie's pub. Well, thank you. You're Oof. welcome. Um, so as, as you're looking around, there is, um, you're not sure where Mr. Scott went off to. The moment that erupted, uh, he ran off in the commotion as quickly as he could. You could probably find him later if you want to. But for now, Black smoke billows out of the front, and men from the local fire brigade, as well as some of the workers and uh, some of the drinkers in the area, are working with buckets to douse this. Now, I say fire brigade, but let's be honest, in Cheapside, it's not great. A couple of guys with some buckets? Well, I mean, I would assume there's some presence of a fire brigade would have to be necessary, given the wooden structures being this hastily crammed together. A big fire in this day and age. I mean, we're past the Great Fire of London. Uh, they learned a few things in that day and age. Because, like, what was it? London, Chicago, and San Francisco all burned down within, like, ten years of each other. Mm-hmm. Although, to be fair, I was going to say Chicago got burned down by demonic entities from the, uh, the Shadow. But that's only in my cosmology. It might have been burned down by a meteor, technically. Actually, there, there's a lot of really fun evidence because there were a ton of fires that actually went off around. History nerd, pardon me. Go buy uh, my book, um, Shadows, uh, Strange Shades Maquette, for more information in the fiction about the meteor shower that caused the Great Chicago Fire. Okay, it was a cow, but, you know, sorry. There, there's historical backing evidence around the Great Lakes. Just go check so, uh, black smoke billows out of the front of the building, and uh, Chastity will wander out and make her way toward you. You've only been outside for a couple of minutes now. I think Darcy would have um, definitely grabbed Johnny <sighs> with her on the way out to make sure he's okay. He's huffing and well. puffing quite a bit. He's... Oh, we... I could have sworn I was a goner there. Uh, it, uh, on, you're such a, you're such a, you were so fit and you, you, it just, there was lots of clothes. You kind of just got, probably got caught up in it. It just kind of scraped you, but he, it looks like you're all bitter now. Just like, be careful. I could have sworn that it went all the way in. I mean, honestly, that it was so fast and it, it tra trauma cannot tend to like, you know, accent things and, and embellish it probably felt like it got, went all the way in but it, it, it was fine i just a bit of pressure and you're, you're 
you're all good to go. Just, you know, take it a bit easy. Um, uh, yes, thank, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, mm, I'm tired. Miss, Miss, Miss Evelyn, are you all right? No, I'm fine. <laughs> so. Well, well, good then. It was. It was good. Um. Um. In spite of the. One moment, please. I think I should probably be getting home to mother now. I'd say that it was an exciting night. That Thank would be the least the of Thank you for the conversation and the defense. Yes, ma'am. And he will excuse himself from you and, and stumble kind of as the shock of the moment catches up and the panic grips his heart like a jackrabbit on speed, uh, he is going to trundle his way back uh, toward his mother's house. Who's your friend? Uh, flighty. Just a fellow from the bar I tried to get information from. Huh. Is he okay? It's still raining. It's still raining, yes. Lightning is going to crackle overhead, as a matter of fact. Well, fortunately, it doesn't look like we got any information from those, from that good man. I don't know where the other one was. So, I have good, good news. I have, I have a lead. Oh? Oh. Yeah, um, we're looking for a, well, a Dr. Burke, working out of the Ferrer's stables near the Thames. I suppose well, we should visit the stables then? Seems like the best place to go. Yeah. Anyone who'd like anyone from the area or who has uh, knowledge of the medical or scientific community can do me a favor and make me an intelligence and medicine, science, or politics role at a difficulty of nine. It's not me. Yeah, it's not you. Sorry, Jen. <laughs> None of that is me. It's fine. Um, um, Josephine's just staring at the fire in, like, awe and uh, guilt. <laughs> would six months have... Get, would you Would you count Darcy as being able to... I'd, I'd allow it, yeah. So okay. you said so it was int and science? Int and science. To have heard okay. something. And or int and medicine. Int and medicine would work as well. Okay. And it was so difficulty seven, you said? Difficulty nine. Oh nine, okay. Uh, two successes then. Two successes. Uh, all right. Uh, with that, uh, you will know that there was a doctor a doctor Will? Dr. William Burke, you seem to remember, um, who was a, a medical doctor and a biologist who you'd heard rumors of being disgraced for performing um, strange experiments 
right. Something about uh, organ tissues. He was trying to cultivate organs, or, uh, but uh, very unethically. Things like transplants, uh, not necessarily willing. Um, it was you've been here about what about six months in London? Uh, something around there. Yeah, Maybe so close to a year. So he would have been unaccredited and and basically um, disgraced shortly after you arrove, arrove arrived. Surely after you arrived in London. Yeah, um... I think I heard of a doctor... Will... William? Burke? Who was discredited. Uh, and he's still practicing? He should not be. Uh, you know, he wasn't jailed. Somehow. The poor don't have many options. Generally. Are Fairhurst Stable actually stables, or is that a, a medical center of some sort? You are local to the area. Uh, Robin, so why don't you go ahead and make me an int plus streetwise roll. Okie dokie. At, uh, we'll say eight. Oh, you gotta be joking. Your dice are hating you tonight. I, my dice are like, ha, I'll give you a success, and then I'll give you a one. <laughs> They've done that to me twice, three times now, where I've gotten just z- nothing. Nothing. Zero. Zero? Zero. Um, Zero. You've heard of the stables? Um... It's an old stable, like, quite, quite old. Um, you know that there's, there's actually a decent stable, um, a bit outside of Cheapside, a little toward, toward central London, uh, that's used for a lot of, like, the, the handsome cabs, things like that, um, much nicer. Um, you've heard stories about the fair, the Fairhurst stables. They're not in use. Um, there's no stable in this general area that is um, specifically a stable to say, so the fact that you don't know anything about it is probably something. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I've, I've never heard of it as a stable. No one talks about it as, like, a working stable. I, don't, I haven't really heard anything about it. I wonder if this doctor is... Working under, out of a new, of a, you know, a location that is a bit under the table. He's having people illegally dig up bodies that have been made to rest, and I don't think we really have a lot of, yeah. Yeah, no, he definitely doesn't seem like a very, you know. But in any case... Um, she's gonna look over at Evelyn, and we're on a bit of a deadline, so... Wait? Yeah. It's you. I have an appointment. We don't want to miss. 
Not when uh, the Lord has been so kind to arrange it. Mm -hmm. You said it's down Cheapside. Dr. Freeman yeah. will say, kind of leaning down. Yeah, uh, to the south. That could be on our way if you wanted. I mean, I think we have to check all leads. I mean, it's what? 9 p.m. maybe? 10 p.m.? You're getting on 10. If you don't take too long, it should be fine. I, if it's on the way, I think we should definitely at least take 10 minutes at least to, to wander. Maybe if we're lucky, he won't even be there. We can just waltz in and grab the stuff and go. You know, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pray for that, I think, um, on the way. Oh, She's gonna then. clamber in and just kind of quiet down and I don't think she's going to say much for the rest of the, the trip down. Above you, the cold, dark clouds that make up the atmosphere of London are crackling with electricity. Lightning flashes across the sky, illuminating the blackened buildings of the cheap side of town. West London, painted in coal dust, stands in grim relief against the light. Do you load up into the cab? Yes, I think Darcy then, and, well, um, didn't state it, but in my head, Darcy had left, decided to leave Bram in, in the carriage with Dr. Freeman, so Darcy will be happy to be reunited with her cat again so, <laughs> from India. So Bram will curl up into your lap. Meow. Bram. Another building we set on fire. Going for the hat trick. I don't, I don't. It wasn't me this time. Oh, you know what they say. All part of the same coven. To the same hands. Maybe I'll set the Hi. next fire. And to be fair, Darcy, you started the first one. That's why I said I didn't start this one. So it just means everybody's taking their turn next to Blue Mountain and Chastity's turn. Yeah. Personally, I'd rather not set anything on fire. I... I generally try to avoid it by uh, proofing my workspace before I start experiments. So far, so good. carriage begins to work its way through the crowded streets, leaving behind the ringing bells and the fire brigade, pardon me, fire brigade, um, as they attempt to salvage the skeleton of Alfie's pub. The ride is brief, but you have a little bit of time to talk if you'd like to. Are you okay, Josephine? You, you look quite battered from that explosion. Um, 
Yeah. It hit me a little hard, but didn't didn't anticipate hitting that lantern. Here. Let me get some some herbs and I'll try and see what I can do. Thanks. Darcy will try in here. I, I believe it doesn't work for paradox things, but Darcy will try I anyway. Do, I do have one bashing that is not paradox. Okay. Well, Darcy will definitely. Go ahead, actually. I reread the rules again recently. And hmm. uh, what I will say is that this will be, well, not vulgar, it'll be uncanny to heal this. <laughs> okay. There. For certain, and. Uh, What's my difficulty for this? Uh, difficulty for this is going to be, you have your book out, so three. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's three successes. So you'll heal, heal six. So you'll heal that you first can. one for sure. Let me just triple check because sure. I need to double check healing paradox because that always has been a sticking point. Mm, yeah. Must be healed naturally. Yeah. Yeah. So the first one I heal, but so the first one, and rest. Darcy will try to heal the thing, but and she'll probably be a little confused the amount of magic that she put in that doesn't heal it. But Darcy will try. Yeah, I'm gonna give you yeah. one. And I won't understand either, so that's mm -hmm. fine. <laughs> okay, so you will attempt to, um, but it is going to give you some difficulty. So you'll feel yourself begin to heal, but the bruises and burns are inside of you. You are yeah. battered from within by this explosion. That's fair. And with that, uh, it's going to take you a little while to heal this. But you'll... Healing damage, 408. So just to give you a sense, Jen, the amount of time it will take to heal this is going to be... Uh, damage chart, healing chart. I really wish they'd give me a page number. Great. <laughs> They've referenced um, healing, the healing damage. Health chart is 406. Is it 406? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I just looked at the... the Oh my god, what's the thing in the, the, the back of the there index? That's the word. Oh my god. Uh, so, for bashing damage, uh, what level are you at? I am... Uh, wounded. So wounded, one hour per point. Okay. So, so four hours and I'll be fine. Yeah, four hours you'll be fine. That's pretty good. If he was one more, it would have started compounding. It was one more until she healed me the one. <laughs> Beautiful. Saving me. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Healer. The thunder crackles overhead and you continue to make your way down away from the sound of the burning building. The sound of the street begins to fade away, and it's only you, the rain, and the sound of the crackle overhead, the rumble. The streets here are dark. And as you head down toward the Thames, 
this old part of, of East London. People are much less present. From the dozens you would see casually walking around before, now there are but a few sticking to alleyways, watching you with hungry eyes. I've got a bad feeling about this. You hear him mutter through the slot as the doctor continues to drive you south. What do you all do? Unless someone actually addresses Chastity, she's just gonna actually sit there quietly. Probably like leaning back a bit and like maybe has her eyes closed. She's just listening. As you move closer, you'll see that a large old building sits by itself. A plot of land that honestly should have been torn down a decade ago to make way for more housing. Some of the buildings down here are a bit industrial. Old shops, some warehouses, and of course all of the, uh, all the dock buildings down along the river. But set aside, about a block before the river itself, is a large patch of land. An old stable. Brick and broad. Its windows are completely frosted over, grimed. The area where the horses once would have been would have been walked around or fed or kept or just generally loaded up for buggies outside of the stable itself has been well, that has been torn down. Tenement buildings have been put up on top of it, and even those looks like recently have burnt. charred skeleton of an apartment leans haphazardly over the stables, the left side. The stable itself appears to have a couple of entrances, but its primary one is a huge double-sided door that slides back and forth along a track. A sturdy chain and lock is wrapped around it, sealing the two doors together. There's a brick fence that kind of gives you a, a bit of a perimeter around before the building itself, and then about a 15-foot gap until the front of the doors. Dr. Freeman pulls up. You're sure about this? Well, we need to figure out where it is, and this seems to be where, potentially, We need answers. You look keep pretty the horses up. ready. I'm gonna keep the horses ready. Jo Josephine. Y'all look pretty banged up. You sure you wanna go in and not stay out here with me? No, I'll be fine. He'll hop down and open the door for each of you. And as Joe starts to get out, he'll look at you, kind of wrinkle his brow and put his hand down on your arm, mm -hmm. right where the burn is. You sure about that? 
you look... You look like a ripe tomato that's been kicked around too much. Yeah, you know... That hurts. You're gonna um, go in anyway, aren't you? Sorry, what was that code? You're gonna go in anyway, aren't you? Yeah. Darcy couldn't heal you. Sometimes that type of damage don't heal. But there are ways around it. You allergic to peanuts? No. Good. And he will reach into his coat and pull out a, a long stoppered vial. This is gonna taste damn awful. But you're welcome to it if you want. Okay, sure. Okay, uh, you are going to choke <laughs> it down. It tastes like, you know the oil that comes off of all natural peanut butter? Yep. Like that mixed with like pond water. Lovely. Mixed with like pineapple schnapps. Ugh. Yeah. No. Uh, it's going to cling to you and you're going to feel like as you swallow it, it's going to slide down your throat and you're going to feel this kind of... Okay. You know when you're drinking something and you swallow liquid at the same time as you accidentally get a mouthful of air. Yeah. And it feels like someone is thrusting a fist down your throat yep. all the way down into your rib cage. It feels like someone is doing that and expanding their hand while they're doing it. Oh, lovely. You are going to feel all of your vertebrae and your ribs start to crick crack from inside. And it is going to be absolutely agony to the point where you can't actually make a noise. Cool. Here's oh! uh, Jen, uh, for the remainder of the scene, you are going to have two more wounded health box levels. Ooh, very nice. You can't heal it, but you can add hit boxes. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, it's still going to give you wound penalties. Oh, you know what? That's actually it's going to be two more, two more crippled health boxes. Ooh. So, you can keep going, but it's gonna hurt. Yeah, fair. Fair, fair. Um, yeah. Oh, when, as, after she manages to choke it down and just kind of... <clears throat> oh, Did it God. work? <laughs> uh, lovely. So Good, I was worried. I've only tried it on the horses before. Did they... Did they take it as well? Nay. They didn't say yay or nay about it. Okay. Well. It'll keep you going. It fortifies the uh, constitution. Oh, sure it does. After that, I feel like I can take on almost anything else. Let's hope you don't have to. Let's roll. Let's go. 
I try not to burn this building down. Above you, the sound of thunder is not distant. It lights the sky overhead of the stable, which is itself a two-story building. Can I get a perception and alertness roll off of anybody? You can also do perception yes. and awareness if you'd like as well. You can do both. If you are taking time to do so. Perception and... Um, Darcy would definitely love to, to like, and my specialty is uh, resonance for awareness. Would that apply? Yep, sounds good. And I have a minus one for my task mushroom. Okay. To all perception pools, so yay. What was the difficulty? Difficulty is always eight for awareness as the base. Okay, um, then that's going to be two. Two successes. You said alertness? You can do alertness as well. Um, it's going to be difficulty of uh, eight for alertness, seven if you have your sight on. Two successes for me. Two successes. One success for awareness. Okay. Uh, one for alertness. Okay, sounds good. Alright, so alertness first. Hold up your fingers for alertness. One. One, two. Two. And nothing for Darcy. Okay, good. Uh, Which was the one that was nine? Or eight? That oh, so is awareness. Awareness. Okay. I oh, awareness. we could do both. I was just rolling if, for just. If you want to do, if you take the time to do both, if you're not just taking a quick glance around. If we're taking the time, then yeah, Darcy will do that. Well, I don't know. Are you taking the time? Josephine's just just looking around. <laughs> That's good. Mm, it's kind of no. I think I'll just do the one thing. Okay. It's it's yeah. Those of you looking around with alertness, there is a crack of thunder overhead and a bolt of lightning within a second of the. Actually, pardon me. Um, I got the sequence of events reversed because I'm on, I'm very tired. Um, a bolt of lightning comes down and the crack of thunder follows less than a second later. And then another simultaneously. As a bolt of lightning strikes the top of the stable. And you can see there that there, those of you who got any successes will see that there are no fewer than six weather vanes positioned around the top reeking and swirling rustily in the breeze. As well, you can see that there are copper tubes and diodes connecting coils. So it looks very scientific. It looks fairly scientific. Um... So it seems like he's trying to get some form of energy moved in, from what Evelyn can see. Hmm. I suppose we should try and go in and see what sorts of experiments he's trying to do. Do you head in? I don't know, are we? Like, nobody else is saying anything, so. Josephine is like, basically, I have the overconfident flaw. I'm just like, yep, yeah, let's, let's go. Yeah, Darcy's gonna. With, 
awareness, you are going to feel the hairs on the back of your neck rise up. Something is very strange here. Very strange indeed. There's... It doesn't feel like... You can smell ozone in the air, but also the smell of rotting flesh. get that sense as well. Now, um, which one of you got more successes? You got... Chastity did. Darcy only got got one. So, Darcy, yours is going to be the tingle that rises from the storm. You can feel it kind of pressing in your sinuses. The lightning is oppressive, and it strikes the building again. Loud and fast, it comes down. I'm, I'm no science person, doctor. Um, are we going to get electrocuted from that? You shouldn't. You see, those uh, weather vanes on the roof are connected to, it looks like various diodes and probably storage systems of some sort. So it's taking and channeling the energy from the lightning into another source. Yeah, I... I don't know what he's doing with it, but he is using it to power something. Forgive me if I put very little faith in a bunch of metal sticks preventing lightning. Well, that is... But that's how lightning works. It strikes a top and it goes for the path of least resistance, which in this case is metal. You provide more resistance than that metal does, and it's higher up, so it will go for the closest thing. It will not go through you. It's you really science. Get in and out of here quickly, because uh, it, I, I'm, that is still a good plan. Yes. Yeah, I don't like. I get a weird feeling from the storm. I don't like it. It's slightly odd. Don't often see something of this magnitude. Let's get this over with. Let's see if we can find the key. As you step forward, you'll find that there's no need for that, actually. As you approach the front, the giant padlock that hangs off the chain is not joined. It's not completely closed. Let's just get this over with. And she's gonna go and just yank it off. (laughs) That was a little louder than I thought it was going to be. So, quick question again for um, things like life sense. It has to be like, I would have to be like, the door would have to be open to be able to like activate that to sense things in the building, right? It would have, you would have to be something that you could naturally sense. So it doesn't have to be your eyes, but um, if, if if like someone was like walking above uh, like your eye line in a window, you'd be able to detect them. Uh, mm-hmm. If you would be able to detect them with one of your senses, your your normal magic senses would be able to without correspondence. Yes. Okay. Cool. Because um, yeah, basically, I think if we get inside the building, Darcy's basically like life magic. I imagine kind of like people's like 
Heartbeats? Heartbeats, yeah. Sounds good to me. So if you uh, get correspondence, then you can extend it further. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Cool, 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 cool. So stepping inside, do you pull who pulls the doors open? Josephine will. Okay. She'll go up. Are you gonna like, pull them wide or just a little bit so you can creep through? Um Chastity just made a whole bunch of noise. I think Josephine's just like, let's just do it. Okay. Chastity's gonna roll her eyes and follow behind Josephine once they start going and just being like, oh, this All right, fine. So. I think Evelyn is just checking her side bag to make sure all of her chemicals and things are ready to go. Okay. I'm tired of chasing this body all around town. You pry the door a, open. a dead man, he, he, he seems to get around quite fast, right? annoying and uh go ahead and roll me your arite darcy okay um so it's a um yeah and this would be um a penalty because i have two effects up so it'd be four okay oh my god oh my god i i i one success because of six and a fucking so it'll only last only last for a single round okay that's fine darcy just kind of wants to get a blip of what we're going into. As you look around, you are going to hear the roll of thunder overhead. The, the rain is going to fade out, now moving onto the roof as you step inside. The building inside is an old stables that's been repurposed. Two floor. Looks like there used to be a hayloft that surrounded. However, it's been repurposed. Rickety catwalks have been installed, made of old wood. And in the center back of this large rectangle, with various devices and tables, it looks like storage lockers lining the right and left of the path. You'll see that there's a raised dais on it sheeted figure. And above it, on one of the catwalks, Darcy, you will immediately detect the life sign of a person. A woman. Up on the catwalk, above this sheeted corpse. I say corpse because even in the dim lighting, here you have enough eyesight from your owl sight, that you can see that whatever's under that sheet is shaped like a human, but has no life sign. Darcy's gonna mutter to under her breath. Upon the catwalk. And that is a very dead corpse there. Do you all do you all head inside? think so. Yep. Okay. Now the ground inside of here is old dirt and hay, and you begin to work your way inside. It's about 200 feet to where the uh, to where the body is. Do you do anything? Shout out. You take a step forward and you'll hear something ring out. A clock will chime to your right, and then you will hear the sound 
And above the sliding door that you entered, there will be the slam of an iron grate falling to the ground behind you, blocking your exit like a portacollis. <laughs> well now, you'll hear a strange voice call out. Feminine. Low, but feminine. Unaccented. He said that you would arrive just after ten. But he seemed to think that you were a bit more intelligent than you would be. Well, I guess he didn't. <laughs> he told me that that would probably work. <laughs> well, come on, doves. Come, I've got a surprise for you. That makes this easy, doesn't it? It's nice when they announce themselves as against us. It does take out the ambiguity, at least. It does. And I don't want to fight anyone. I just want to go to bed. <sighs> Let's see. All four of you. Up on the catwalk, you'll hear skink, 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 as a gas lamp is turned up, illuminating a figure in a doctor's coat. The figure walks with a bit of a limp as she shuffles around and is a broad, handsome-faced woman in her 40s. Her hair frizzed and sticking up behind her where it's held up by some thick mod, pomade, whatever, some gel. Um, looking almost slightly beehive as she looks down at you holding a pair of rubber gloves on the tips of her fingers well, on her arms I should say and a gas lamp in one <laughs> ah Dr. Evelyn James's wife And who do we have the pleasure of speaking with? Oh, me? Well, yes, you're the one speaking to us. Well, I'm Dr. Willie Burke. Wilhelmina. Ah. I hadn't heard that one. Well, we weren't about to teach a woman how to do science. Especially not a woman from Chicago. <laughs> so I used a prosthetic. Fair. Lowered my voice and spoke just like the rest of them. <laughs> Luckily, my father was open-minded. Your husband wasn't so open-minded, though, was he? Unfortunately not. Seems not. Well, I don't know who the rest of you are, but... <laughs> but you've heard of us. And called us... Doves. Yes, he said you'd be arriving. Oh, excuse me, one moment. I'm horribly dressed. And she's going to reach down and pull... Uh, pull the coat off, revealing that she's basically just wearing a butcher's apron. 
and uh, and some like just basic clothes underneath. But as she does, it's going to show that the front of her shirt is is fairly broad open beneath the apron. And uh, are you approaching fairly closely? How close are you getting to this? I'm probably trying to stay like 15, 20 feet away. 15, 20, she's um, on a catwalk, so so yeah, probably 15, been, 20 feet away from the, behind. from the um, from the table. Okay. Just been staying behind the group so that she can um, potentially like look in her bag and maybe grab a couple of things. And I feel like Chastity is looking at this this doctor who's talking to Evelyn and Josephine is holding back and there's a body on the table and Chastity's gonna, yeah, she's gonna start moving towards it like cautiously. As she drops her coat on the ground, you'll see those of you who are close enough can make me um, a perception and alertness roll if you'd like. You know what? You don't have to. At this distance, you'll be able to see. Uh, with the gaslight turned up, she has a broad brand under her collarbone, shaped like a circle of a serpent eating its own tail. Now, I have to ask, if you don't mind, Tammuz or Lazarina? I'm having so much trouble picking. I read a lovely book recently. I thought I'd give it a whirl. Preference? Experimentation is the soul of science. As did he pull the tarp back? Is she close enough to do that? Uh, as you do, yeah, you can reach, pull the tarp. Like she's and gonna on reach the, it, pull it. Uh, on the table, um, with a number of diodes and instruments pressing into a stitched corpse of a woman made out of what must be a good dozen bodies. Nobody needs a soul, love. What in God's name have you done? I'm giving birth. And she's going to pull a lever and the table is going to erupt with electricity. And as you look down at this, this large woman, now this woman on the table stitched from these bodies must be eight feet tall, is going to convulse with electricity for a moment. And then her eyes are going to snap open. Go get him, baby, she says. And the creature on the table lurches up with a groan and a snarl. And I think that's where we're going to call game. Grab at Chastity, who's right there. It will, it will. So don't forget that you're right there. Leave a note, Chastity is in grabbing range. And did I have a potential electrocution being too close? No, it was directly channeled into the corpse. Cool, good. Yeah, I didn't say where Darcy was, but I'm assuming she probably moved forward. I was between either moving forward or like trying to open the door. Okay, I will make I am a, further back. So. I will make a diagram. Evelyn's probably going to try and figure out how to get up on that catwalk. On the catwalk? catwalk. The, there yeah. are a number of ladders. It's pretty easy, actually. I'm well, expecting already, Chastity to get choked. Get choked, I already bitch. know what She's just my... like, now what did I ever do to you? I'm excited to throw strength with my forces at this monster. All right, mm. see, I... 
I, uh... I, I from mind? Was Chastity even going to be able to, like, use her normal effects to, like, try and get... Fuck! <laughs> Right? right? Yeah. So, yeah, I kind of designed this to fuck you up a little bit. Yeah, so. no, it's good, it's good. Oh, so it's I'm going to say awful. that prior to Victorian Mage ever starting, mm. um, one of the roads, roads I was looking at getting was Arc, uh, which is basically just Arc electricity from any source nearby. And so I'm going to be using that. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Here's the question. Is oh this thing God. immune to electricity? I didn't mean on it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like Willie Burke. I think she's great. Sure, but she also needs to be electrocuted. I, I, like, I had the chat freaking out when hell? I said William Burke. They're like, Birkin, Birkin, Resident Evil. Resident Evil, like, sort of. Sort of. <laughs> I, I love the description once you said she had, like, the, the frizzy she's hair. She's got the Frankenstein back. hair herself. Yep, she has the Frankenstein hair herself. I was like, she, oh my god. I she's a it. mix between the Bride of Frankenstein and Willie from um, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. I've always just kind of like, oh. I don't honestly care. You do science. Knowing the story, it's going to end wrong for you anyways. To be fair, you might I not have read it. Key. It only came out, it only, yeah. you know, it actually came out about 40 years ago, didn't it? I just want the key. It's all I want. Keep the corpses. Yeah. Do your science. Leave not, me alone. I, mean, I don't know I'll about do zombies running around. Oh, yeah, yeah this is, goes against a lot of the things Chastity believes in, and she's like, this is... No, 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 Oh yeah, like Evelyn doesn't like it, but she also doesn't want to pick a fight with somebody who apparently managed to create life of some sort. Eh, approximated. Um, so I, I warned you guys that I would do, I would, I, I think I told you about this in advance. I said um, that I was going to use every Victorian trope I could. Yep. So I hope yeah, you don't mind. Tracks. No, well, I don't mind. Great. great. I love it. I love it when you, when yeah. you did the diodes and the storm, it was like, Oh. I was like, when are you oh. going to catch on? You guys caught on before the chat did. I noticed that. I have some ideas of how to deal with And also, stuff. folks, uh, if you have any Victorian literature tropes that you think I might not be aware of, particularly ones about France, because that's one of my blind spots is belly pock, uh, hit me up in the Discord. Like, either find me on Discord or put them in, like, uh, GM advice or something. Tag me. Tag me. Because I... I am not specialized in French history, and you guys are going to France in a few games if you survive. So, yeah. yeah. Well, when it comes to uh, monster stories, Lou Garou, obviously. Lou Garou is great. It's a few hundred years in in the past, but you never know. That mean, it just means it's even more mythological to them. Mm -hmm. uh, so, folks, thank you so much for tuning in. Everybody, uh, so you got one XP bought for you by someone earlier. I'm going to give you three for the night for a total of four experience points. Okay. Nice. All right. Nice. Any up to four. <laughs> nice. Any expenditures? I think I'm, I think I'm one away from what I need. Uh, yep, I am one away from what I need, but that's fine because I haven't had my now. seeking yet. <laughs> you have not. Uh, you will be having it uh, not too long though. Yeah, but I, I'm so I'm one away. So next game I'll have enough for forces four. I obviously won't buy it until we figure out the results of the seeking. But that's, that's what right. I'm putting it aside for. <laughs> I've been learning a lot about fire. <laughs> I feel like I'm slowly getting closer to that mind three being a logical thing to have. Yep. Maybe. Yep. Yep. I just want to get to the point of buying Arate four, mm. so I can have matter and entropy four. Mm. Matter, matter and entropy four is when it gets gross. That's yeah. I honestly what I'm thinking with like this even I probably won't remember it by the time we get back to the next game, but like 
ideas of using my magic in such ways as like if there's a basement weakening the floor so when it runs at me it drops through like that sort of stuff yeah mm. It's great. Just it's like, entropy's good. glorious. So, it. folks, we're actually going to be away for a little bit. Um, so we're leaving you on a cliffhanger. Uh, we're going to come back to a Frankenstein fight on... Uh, the 13th. What? The 13th. So, oh, yeah. God. So a month. Uh, yeah. So oh. reason being, Jen has a bunch of travel that she has to do. And then my mom's... School stuff, actually. It's school oh, stuff. Oh, school stuff. Me. Yeah, that's right. Because yeah. we were going to do something next weekend. Um, but it's but my then... last project for school. And then on the 6th is my in class intensive which i have no idea what that's going to look like it's online though so so it's going to be a little bit of a break but then we're going to hop right back in it's gonna be a lot of fun and then we're going to ramp the season up uh once basically once summer's over we're going to be a little more regular with this probably oh, a couple probably. of mostly we're going to run most weekends of the month like i at least gave you my entire schedule in advance <laughs> yeah i have you did you give me until october I gave you until February what my potentials are. That's I gave right, you until right. the end of September for what my guarantees are. Yeah, and you're it was really sparse after September. Like it was like one I mean of that that might change, but yeah, there's it, it was enough sparse. where I was like, oh, we're running at least two weeks every month, so whatever. Exactly. Basically, yeah. right? Unless there was like some yeah. other thing. So there is going to be a little bit of a delay there. Sorry about that, folks. Um, in the meanwhile. Uh, I'm going to be using some of those off weeks to do some podcast recording for Dork Tales the Podcast. So uh, you'll be getting that on Patreon if you want to join there. Speaking of which, uh, I really want to thank all of our supporters uh, like you, uh, lo lovely viewers, uh, and our 89 patrons over at patreon.com slash dorktales. You could join them right now. For as little as a dollar a month, you can give us a dollar a month. But for as little as $5 a month, you get a ton of behind the scenes and advanced content every month. Um, and you can get your name read, read at the end of episodes, which is pretty cool. Uh, I also also want to specifically thank a few of the most generous patrons uh, first of all my world building royal patron Shulton thank you so much man uh, I'm gonna send you those details soon we could start building the part of Elo so that you are going to have a major hand in which might be one of the the new campaigns coming up soon um, besides that I have to thank my divine producer DM Michael Gray as well as my uh, demonic producer Soul Omen and Bracarius thank you so much for all of your love support and an evil uh, I also have to thank my uh, ever-growing list of princes of the Patreon, which include Taryn, the original Dork Tales fangirl, Buddy, Trezelta, Cubby Gummy, Eolus, Amberthist, and the Traveler, who just leveled up from a very important patron to a prince of the patron. Thank you so much for that. It really, really makes a difference. Really appreciate you. If you want to join them, head to patreon.com slash dorktales. Join. Uh, if not, if you don't have the money, don't worry. Um everything that they have advanced access to uh, in terms of shows will eventually be made public. Uh, it's just that they get it quite a bit in advance because they're they're helping chip in and keep the lights on. So it really does make a difference around here because this is a full-time gig. Um, and I, I try to make sure that everybody who's on the Patreon gets their Patreon gets their money's worth um, to the point where uh, Christine and Robin particularly have heard how awful I was to be around this week when I couldn't do any any running, any prep, anything at all, because I almost started four new games just to fill the void. I know, I know, I know. I, I held myself it back. It was insane. It was insane. It, it was, was like, insane. No, there was much stop. yelling. There was lots of very much, do a one-off. That's okay. Phil, just don't schedule anything. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to be dumb about it. I think that running four days a week is a lot. 
Um, so folks, mm -hmm. thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you had a good time tonight, and uh, don't go into any weird science labs with corpses. Or do. Or do. We're, not your, we're not your mom or dad yeah. or parent. I don't know. I'm not a cop. Um, all right. So with that, good night, everybody. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Mage the Ascension, the Victorian Age, Book One, The Devil and the Doves, is a Dork Tales production. It stars Christine Rattray as Dr. Evelyn Taylor, Amy Godfrey as Chastity Prudence Goodwin, Jen Peters as Josephine Carrington Bonnie Tharsis, and Robin Holford as Darcy Harkness. Its storyteller is Kelly Clark. For a full list of music used in this episode, please check the show notes below. This episode also used music and sound effects from TabletopAudio.com. Tabletop Audio is one of the best resources that a roleplayer can have. It has ambient sound effects, 10-minute loops, and plenty of things to bring additional ambience to your roleplaying experience. We're not sponsored by them, we just love them. Go visit them today and support them if you can. If you like what we do here, you can help us grow by becoming a patron at patreon.com dorktales. Speaking of which, I'd like to take a minute to thank all of the patrons over at patreon.com dorktales who help dorktales exist. We couldn't do this without your support, and I want to thank you all individually for everything that you do. Starting with our world-building producer, Jade the Maker of Monsters. Next, our divine producer, Jan and Bob Kessler, who are, uh, my parents. Which is always fun and not at all awkward to say. To our demonic producer, Precarious, who brings evil and fun in equal measures. To our wizards of the Patreon, Tammy the Forever Cleric and the Ink Goblin. You're both wizards now. The High Council of the Patreon, who donate $25 or more a month and are just the swellest people on earth, Taryn, Dustin, Cubby Gummy, Amberthist, Raven with Bobbles, Karasha Urquhart, Chef Aladeth, LaRue, Sorcerer Sanguine, Mike Baxter, and Kalen Whitebeard. To our level 20 hero, Michael Eilat, the graphics guy, who's responsible for most of the graphics you see on Dorktales. To our level 10 heroes, Nacro, the Straw Hat Devil, Collinson, Snowy323, Hans H. Boundahoof, Chandra Magic, Professor Multiverse, Void Weaver, Iron Warrior X, Draconis Majers, Dodger Lakers fan, Jamal Cheatham, Spork Saber, Renee Hayes, Raven Avarlix, Craig Hallstrom, Darcy Gibbs, Custom Blink, and Brandon Keane. Thank you so much. Our very important patrons, Camille, who might be six possums in a trench coat, Caitlin Vinkel, an actual guinea pig, Eternal Student Dale Cope, Winemaster Robin Holford, Lord Evan of Antier, Jason Tudor, the Mayor of Icewind Dale, Krista, the Siege Effects Engine, Jacob Shinji McDonald, Trezelta, aka James Bodage, United Adventure Company, SM Pace, Just Andy, an Insomniac Veterinarian, Random Equinox, Matt DS, Eric and Amber, Diggy Diggy Blog, Evil, Tommy Kiyama Spenson, Stormshanks, Jacob, Uncanny Kate, Dazed Apricot, David Ellis, The Bong Master, Jeremy Smith, Lockgen, Slurp, Andrew Rambling Gamer, Graham Rudkin, Policino, Malazang, Laura Arasmith, Mashmakan, The Dixon Three, Sean Oldham, Loscrack and So Honorable, Bryn Hawker, DM Shari, Whistler, Stuart Tiffin, Owls, Bartold, Drew Thompson, Tyler Saunders, David Carnan, Waffle Rabbit, Fally Pally, Robbie Dick, Parker Radborn, Shannon McLean, Cade Green, Walter Manbeck, Marcos Olguin, Chris Kane, Braddockism, Stephen, Denise Atwood, Jung Jarden, Nyla, Russell Christian, Shelley Garvin, Johnny Nemec, Yosef, Stephen Malik, Gamehen, Panda Sior, James G, Saberslaw, Joshua Chandler, Frederic Lepont More, Karama215, Tyrone Slothrop, Ezra Santos, Chris Chindloy, QXVW198, The Comment Guy, Phoenix Queen, Chris, Trey, Dark Sun, A Lizard with Daft Ideas, The Queer Mountain Witch, QQ Vincent, Fail in the Wild Elf, Hooser Jedi, Howl, and Minnie. And of course, to our Dork Squad, Jen Peters, Daniel, 
Brent Stewart, CTSRTY, Hayliz, Zach Rules, Ava Hernandez, Jacob Embury, Catherine Petricelli, Heavy Metal and T, Kathleen Halperin, Judith Steen, Orion the Scott, Erica Lena, Kayla Haynes, Oni Yuri, Stephen Pearson, Peppermint, Denise Dory, Isaac Griffin Onan, Hunter, Robert Leach, and David McCrellis. Hey, thank you so much for supporting us. Honestly, Dork Tales exists because of the support that you bring to us on Patreon. If you want to be like them and help support the channel directly, help keep the lights on, and help keep food on the table of this full-time gig, please go to patreon.com dorktales. By joining, you'll get a ton of additional perks, such as an additional five to six games a month, on top of additional posts, a behind-the-scenes podcast, and more. Thanks so much for everything. And hey, if you want to just spend some time with us, join the Discord. It's free for everybody, and we love having a wonderful and thriving community. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.